This is Mark, and this is what happened last time. After traveling for weeks in the forest, we encountered a tribe of bird lovers who led us out into the western plains. We spent the night in their camp, and we learned that night's day didn't affect these lands as it had in the eastern settlements. A former Berrien preacher living amongst the tribe gave me a Berrien scripture and asked me to do what I can to keep the darkness from his people. We traveled north with the tribe, but came upon an imposing tribe's village, freshly slaughtered. With the help of the tribal shamans, we witnessed the vision of what had happened. A reincarnation of a ritual turned their dead chief into a red-skinned horned being, a tiefling, like the one I had fought in the border woods. Tiefling morphed into a fearsome, hairy beast and slaughtered everyone it could find. It drew some sort of power out from the dead village shaman and headed north on horseback in the direction of Crosshair Post. We quickly said goodbye to our tribal hosts and pushed the horses, and in the middle of the night, saw the Crosshair Post on the horizon. Been a long day of writing, and you are at the base of the crosshair post. You're basically standing in front of a large wall made of huge trunks, tree trunks that have been sharpened at the tops. It's you know, looks to be a circular fence all the way around this thing. You don't know where these trees would have came from because I mean, they're huge, you know, they must have drugged them from somewhere. There's little copses of trees along the way in this area, but there's no giant forest. The closest thing would be the first men's forest, but you didn't see that end of it. It's midnight. Your horses are wrecked. You're wrecked. You're on the brink of exhaustion, and you get yourself sort of up to a gate. Obviously leads to the first men's road that you've come from. Lucan says, Viatoris help me so he can understand any language that might come his way. In common, Mark will be just shout out, Hell, anybody at home? It kind of echoes, and somebody looks over from the top. He's pretty high up there. It's probably three stories. Who's down there? Some weary travelers. What puts you on the road at midnight? We just got real excited to see this place. Well, there's nothing much to see in the middle of the night. We're traveling along, and we could have stopped and, you know, been here first thing in the morning. But we just thought we could just push through and make it by the night. We didn't realize it was going to be midnight. I apologize for the inconvenience. Perhaps you should just camp out there. We'll, we'll talk in the morning. How about you just let us in and get some cold? I'd have to get the preacher. He's sleeping, I'm sure. I mean, I don't understand your uh, hierarchy, but I'm willing to wait. Mark, it doesn't matter if we're just out here. Is everything safe in there? Is there any problems? Other than the fact that people are probably being woken up. Well, you could fix that by letting us in. This tiefling thing obviously isn't here. Or if it is, it's not attacking people right now. We can just be out here? Watch for it? Do you want to sleep on the ground or do you want to sleep on a bed? I'm not here to disrupt their entire city situation for it. All right. We'll sleep right here, you guard. <laughs> what time should we return in the morning? Oh, we're going to be right here, I yeah, think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm voting for like, being able to All sleep. All right, never mind. 
I would like to be able to sleep and touch this wall uh-huh. of civilization. Okay. All right. So we can. <laughs> it's the closest thing to tree hugging he'll ever yeah, do. Yeah, it was just reaching and touching uh, the wall. So for like a for a visual for people in the current century, it would be like a civil war kind of fort situation, right? Is that kind of the visual we're going for? Yeah, probably. Just in my mind, you're describing mm-hmm. the trunks and mm-hmm. the but it's days. but it's honestly it's just one big circle. circle. Like there's yeah. no like all you see is these. Gotcha. These does it poles. seem like a perfect kind of circle, or is it mm-hmm. kind of move around mm-hmm. things? Okay, yeah, it looks okay. like from the sky. It looks like a crosshair. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. oh, nice. wow. Okay, neat. Okay, yeah. You is could the, say it is a perfect it's, circle. It has, mm-hmm. it's, you're going to see that it has two main roads. Got it. And, and are we just at one of the gates now? You're at the southern gate. Southern yeah. gate. Okay. Was the guard holding the crossbow or a gun? Could um, we tell? You couldn't tell. All you saw okay. was sort of the top of his head. He's he's really, he was really far up there. He was just like okay. this little, little face looking down at you. If you're really okay. curious, you can try climbing the wall and see how that works out for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me do that. Hey, that's funny. All right. Potion of climbing. Okay. Yeah, we'll just camp. I'm invincible. All right. With this potion. Anybody have anything to do in the meantime, or are we just crashing? I would like to pull out my continual flame torch and take a look at these giant trees okay and then just see if i can glean any knowledge from them oh you can make a nature check sure this is gonna be terrible guys hey hey Rila, could you cast your tent right here yeah i can do that okay i just want him to be close enough that i could like close sleep to next to the next wall, to the wall. <laughs> yeah. you almost wonder because of the size of them if they might have been shipped from wood's end like but uh but you kind of always think that when you see big trees it just makes you think of home Merc likes big trees he cannot lie mm. <laughs> wow mm-hmm. okay <laughs> crashing moving on <laughs> tell it we go right. to sleep. Everybody yes. has some pretty good stuff. I know we lost a tent. Are we? We're kind of. I know we're probably using the, using dome. the dome. Yeah, yeah. magic yeah. tent. All right, just about sunrise. Zan and Lucan are finishing their last watch, and a head pops up over the top. You're all still down there. We are. That's it. He pops back. He you know disappears. <laughs> Is the gate open or no? Is the gate opening soon? Maybe he's going to talk to the preacher. You're like waiting and waiting, sure. and then the door sort of slides open, and it kind of slides along the circle, you know, the the wall. So it sort of opens up, oh, so it slides and kind of like disappears oh. behind. I mean, behind it, it's okay, you know, okay. But it only opens up enough for for somebody to walk through, okay. And out come a couple of guys in kind of cloaks, holding these long rifles. Great. You notice that they have, both of the guys with the rifles have little tin badges or copper badges, and they, uh, they're they kind of stamped with a crosshair. And then there's a blonde-haired, relatively young man. Like you, you, you're not, it's hard to figure out how old he is. He's, he could be 25, he could be 40. It's a little, little bit hard to tell, but he has a kind of a, a youthful appearance to him. He's just wearing... You know, like peasants' clothing, basically. His his sleeves are kind of rolled up. Are they humans? He, yeah, yeah, they're all humans. Okay. okay. And there's uh, you do notice that he has a tattoo coming up one side of his neck, and it pretty clearly looks like it's probably a phoenix. Lucan takes a huge step backwards and lifts his shield up. And are does, they pointing the guns at us? And does not look. Uh, they are no. They're holding them sort of off to the side, like ready, like but at ready. Not, okay. They're not aiming them directly. Okay, I was confused. Okay. <laughs> 
The military right. term would be low ready. Right. Sure. So I, he, he was making a reaction as though they were pointing him at us. I'm like, oh, did I misunderstand right. what it was? Okay. Well, this is the, his first time. Well, probably Both of ours, yeah. rifles. Like Never going to give me coppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the copper badges. <laughs> so, yeah, so Lucan takes a huge step backwards, lifts his shield up a bit, and looks very tense. Yeah, Zan will look to the side at you, but stay where she is and just kind of focus on him. She's going to be tense, like she's ready to go if she needs to, but she's not going to react in any particular way. I'm going to start getting up. I'm going to poke my head out of the dome. Well, hello. <laughs> so it's all of you. That's the It's the blonde guy. There's one more in the dome over there. He's just short. Before we let you in, because of the fact that you came in the middle of the night, we'd like to get a quick look at you. Whatever. Okay. I step out. Um, here we are. Everybody out? Yeah, I'm dropping yeah. out of time. Okay. Yeah. He holds out his hand, and and a little bit of flame sort of like balls up at the just a tongue of flame kind of balls up from his palm, and he basically sort of looks at you through the flame, hmm. just sort of one by one. <laughs> <laughs> Do I recognize this spell? You can roll arcane and see what you think. Fourteen. You think they're probably detecting something? Okay. He's trying to see whether you're something. He just says, "I I just want to get a feel for who we're letting in." Have there hey. been any attacks in your city? Nothing recently. He turns to one of the riflemen and says, I think they're probably fine. And he turns around and starts walking in. The two riflemen say, are you passing through? How long is your stay? I imagine it must be a day or two. We are eventually heading on. On your way to Fire's Heart? Or looks at the gnome, Rontaman? Fire's Heart first. All right. Bounty hunters among you? Well, I'm always interested in some coin. Well, I guess what I mean is, is anybody your charge here? Oh. Looking at Merc. No one's, uh, we're all free men here. All right. Very well. Kind of step back in. Free to go in. The, uh, the stables are in the, in the center of town. Thank them and move in. <laughs> As we leave, I flip one gold coin. Sorry for the trouble. One of them totally catches it. <laughs> and they shoot each other over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's that kind of town. I see. <laughs> So as you enter, one of the things that's really striking about this city is that it, it's very small. It's way smaller than you were expecting. Hmm. You know, it's just a little fort town. And it's, for those of you that know anything about it, like, it's it's really kind of a trade post. And it's here as sort of a stopping point because it's basically equidistance from Fire's Heart, Mountain Kingdom, and from Rontaman. And so... There is a good amount of trade here. And as you start walking through, you can see that there's residences off to your left and your right. But then very quickly, this road basically becomes stalls. And there's a bunch of stalls with different goods and things set up along the way. And as you walk through and you can see the center of town as you get closer and there's a big platform as you get closer to it. And you recognize that somebody's hanging from the platform. It's apparently a gallows. And there's also, before you get to that, there's a fairly uh, large well with a sort of a wooden top to it. And then you get to this courtyard in the center of town, gallows in the middle. There's a well actually on each side. There's sort of a south and north of probably public wells for the city. And then you can clearly see there's a stables attached to a smith, basically. There's a black, you know, blacksmith farrier shop. With the stables next to it, there is a saloon called the Powder Keg. It's got the, it's, you know, it's a wooden carved sign at the uh, over the door. And you can hear music being played from inside. And then across the way from that, there's another place that's called the Bondsman, which apparently is an inn as well. 
So those are the things that really jump out at you right at first because you've got stables and you've got places to possibly stay. This doesn't seem like a town that's being attacked by a tiefling turned bear. Well, he's probably in hiding right now. Didn't he also turn himself into human-looking before he left? Yeah, I think so. Or we saw that in the vision, right? He was I, th- I think he, I think he looked human. looked like the portly tiefling when he got on the horse. Right. Well, he yeah, changed he his looked, form. But he changed form from a bear he, from the beast, yeah. Wow, demon bear, whatever you want to call it. I feel safe saying that it is possible if, if he can change from a tiefling into a bear. It's no reason to assume that he can't change his appearance. Yeah, these guards didn't seem too worried about anything except for the standard, you know, spot check of people coming into a town. So, But the savagery of destroying an entire village of people the way he did, I don't see him showing restraint coming here. Why would he hide all of a sudden versus yes. killing thousands of tribal well, people? Maybe it has a plan. Could be know. worried about being overwhelmed by the, the firearms. All right, well... We don't even know. Like, we probably lost the tracks a little bit on the way here. We could have passed them. Who knows? Well, as we discussed in the forest, I prepared that spell for locating creatures so I can try to see if it's here in the town. I can try to sense him as well. What's your ranges on on those particular things? A thousand feet, and I can do it for two hours. And I know it well enough from seeing the image that it should work, but I don't know. I can't imagine there's many tieflings in this town. Lucan is particularly sensitive to sensing fiends, so he could probably do the same. Yeah, I just have to be a lot closer. So between the two of us, we should be able to narrow it down, maybe? We're near the town. Let's go drop the horses off and uh, go take a walk around and see what we can find. We could already be out of the town, too. We don't know, but we definitely want to check it out. I think it'd be worth taking a stroll around town once we drop the horses off. Just I agree. And sleep better knowing that it's not here yet or it's already moved on. All right. How big is this town from one end to the other? Good question. There's probably a thousand people here. So you're probably somewhere in the realm of eight city blocks. Does that make sense? What's mm-hmm. uh Miles about ten, so eight to a mile top and bottom. Yeah. So that detect spell should pick up pretty easily, shouldn't it? I would hope so. Mechanically, is it a thousand yeah, foot radius? or A thousand is it feet, like, cone in front of me. Okay. Did I just have to look around? I don't know. Then. <laughs> she just circles around. Yeah, just I could ride the horse through. Yeah, I mean we could we could just use the horses right now and ride around the town for one quick sweep. Well, I don't know if that would. You go ahead and do that. I'm going to drop mine off and go get some real food. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> to join you, but I don't think we should split up though. Are there guard walking around? There are. Yeah, there are pe- more people with guns. You see a Sounds kind of a awful. mix though. There seem to be the guys with the badges, but there are also they don't look very different to you, but you see that there's another emblem in town too. On one side, across from the blacksmith in the in the stable, there's actually a big sort of barn-looking building, and, mm. and it has a big red sunset on it. And you see the same symbol stitched into some people's clothing, like they've got cloaks that have little red sunsets on them. Mm. So there's looks like two groups that are policing this place. You also see a few just sort of characters. Like, people that look kind of rough, carrying right. guns, and they don't have well, anything. Yeah, you know, what's the kind of, like, racial makeup and visual makeup of the normal townspeople that we're seeing? It's not very busy yet because it's it's still sure. early. Mostly what you're seeing is humans. Mm-hmm. Um, you do see one dwarven couple mm-hmm. that were setting up one of the stalls on, mm-hmm. on your way through. But otherwise, that's what you've seen at okay. this point. Okay. But it's definitely mm-hmm. a human settlement. So, yeah, I mean, I could certainly try to do the detect now and see if we can... Mm-hmm. 
scan the town? And I could do that really f- quickly, I would think. Yeah, let's just ride the horses together around the town. Right, let's drop the horses thing. off. Maybe we'll draw a little less attention. Okay. They're already a little suspicious about us, I think. All right. So we just want to stay a day okay. or two before we leave? Well, if we don't find anything, let's do some shopping. Maybe stay a day here, recuperate, and then move on. Okay. Once we have any actual business here. All right, so we'll drop off the horses and we'll go to which which saloon, which inn are we going to? Where do you want to stay? Let's just go to the closest stall and that'll be fine for now. Well, the two inn options, like the saloon and the and the inn, are the ones that are basically in the mid-circle there. But the one that had music, Powder Keg, is that work for everybody? I'm sold. Okay. <laughs> you sure? It might be a little more rowdy in that area. Oh, no. Well, it just sounds like there's people in there. and I could definitely stand to be around people right now. Is this your first time not being in the city? I mean, really? Besides just traveling? Uh, I've been outside of the city with you guys for way longer than I want to admit. You've never left the city before that? Never? I had everything I needed. Huh. <laughs> All right, let's go. We'll go in. You step in and there is music playing. There's a piano that is playing itself. It's got some sort of gears on the side of it. It looks like a gnomish contraption of some sort. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. And she'll kind of like go over and start inspecting it to see how it works. Okay. Merck begrudgingly walks along with her, stays back, but like is just as curious she has, but won't admit it. <laughs> Lucan's gonna be like a foot away from Zan this whole time. I'm gonna go find a table with food. <laughs> and he looks like he is completely distracted and uncomfortable. She's just trying to get a sense of how it like functions and seeing the I'm assuming the rolling wheel inside with the different notes for plinking off mm-hmm. of and stuff like that. You get Luke in a buddy belt and <laughs> attach himself to his sister it's, the whole time. It's a little bit, you know, like one that you'd find in the old west. It was like a cylinder, right? Yeah. This one's not as ele- elegant as that. This mm-hmm. one's a bunch of it's almost like a big typewriter in there. Oh. Okay. And so it's hitting hammers down on the not the keys but the why i don't know what those are called the, the wires the strings yeah. yeah is it magical i have no idea i'm sure that's gonna be the first many oddities we see hmm. took a brilliant mind to make it whatever it is do i recognize the song that's playing um slights champions i'm out yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's, just, it's just hey jude it's fine yeah no <laughs> you, you you do think that it's a bar song you've heard before sure yeah she's just trying to think of what it it's, is yeah it's it, it, it's one of those things where you're like oh that's familiar yeah she she knows yeah she knows her bar tunes pretty well Drum it's like magic. it needs the lyrics or something yeah, and then you'd be like, like oh yeah yeah it's this yeah all right i'm just imagining like the colloquial like western saloon yeah <laughs> so we're, uh, what's the inside of yeah, this place like it, look like? It has this, it? the swinging doors on your way in. Does it really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice staircase leading up round to Round like tables. A... It's got, yep, it's got a staircase leading up to, it's um, a little bit like the Boniface in, the, in that there's oh, a yeah. catwalk yeah, along yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the top. There is a bartender behind the bar and it looks like he's kind of setting some things up, kind of getting things ready for the day. Excellent. I go up to the bar. Well, hello there. Hi. What do you got for breakfast? Are you talking breakfast or any kind of holds up a, bo- a glass that he was putting away or breakfast? Both. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you had still whiskey? Not that I'm familiar with, but I'm willing to try it. All right, let's do that. We'll get you one of those. What brings you here? Uh, traveling north with my companions. I don't see very many high orcs around here. I'm just along for the ride. So. I think most of them end up at over at the bondsman, so I appreciate your business. Really? Well, you know. What appeals over there? Uh, it's kind of where the bounty hunters hang out. 
I think I'll make myself home here. <laughs> How many people are in here? Like, there's like two other patrons. Like, it's oh. just because it's so early, right? Like, gotcha. The music just made me think there was a lot of people. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty they dead. Like, they're just, are there guns on display on the, their hips and stuff? Or? Yeah, most everybody you see has a gun on their side. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm, right. Well, I should say everybody, but like vast majority of them. You do see a couple of people like you know you saw them sweeping up in front of the stalls or something. Didn't have a gun okay. hanging off them right. at the time. I go up to the bartender at this time. <laughs> so uh, you get some information from you. Just kind of gives you a nod. I uh, pull out my uh, gun. I'm like, don't have any ammunition for this, and you know I can get some. Oh, sure. There's a stall down there, down there right now. The stalls kind of mix out. Have you been to, to Crosshair Post before? It's my first journey. The, the Western Fur Company kind of runs the show here, okay. and they kind of take care of the economics of the place, and, you know, probably a little more than that. But they ran out the stalls, and so the stalls change a lot. So Whoa. I can't always tell you what's going to be here in the future, but for now, I know that there's a gun shop down there called the Worthy Gunsman. Oh, okay. Or Gunman, or something to that extent. Oh, well, you have to go check it out, and you just send the stalls, and we saw just walk, in. walk up and down the, the main north-south road, and that's where the stalls are. I'll have to see if there's anything interesting. I can put some eggs on for you, sir. He kind of turns back the whole... So, he loves his eggs. You in on that? Yeah. I'll take some eggs. Got any uh, potatoes or meat to go with them? Oh, I got some turnips. Turnips? Ah, I suppose I'll give it a try. And I'll point at Luke and I'll be like, this guy generally goes for like a big glass of milk. <laughs> milk, huh? And yeah. cookies. <laughs> he likes it slightly warmed. Well, I could probably see if we, so we could turn up some milk, I bet. Thanks. Lucan didn't hear it. He's totally nope. spaced. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lucan wants to use a divine sense. 60 feet. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. So he whispers to Zan and he says, I don't sense a fiend around this area. Okay, we can do a more concentrated search later. Let's just try not to draw too much attention to ourselves. He says, you look a little inconspicuous now, but later on, this place will get a little rowdy. So I promise if you're looking for a little nightlife, this is the place you want to go. Hmm. Well, Everybody's kind of sleeping it off. I love the nightlife. I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you over there. <laughs> hey friend Hello, so uh, I haven't seen you before, have I? I don't believe so, I don't think we've met What's your name? Uh, my name's Ansel Ansel? I'm Relop I'm actually traveling with these uh, fine people You I, don't, I, uh I don't mean to pry, but are you from the Great Wood? Yes, sir I never saw a woodland gnome before a couple months ago One was coming through with another gnome You saw a woodland gnome? You sure is a woodland gnome? Well, he looked just like you White hair is kind of a giveaway, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of lightens up when I'm out of the forest. You didn't catch his name, did you? No, but I, I think he was. I think he was being transported. He's being transported? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of bounty hunters come through here. This is sort of the mecca for such things. You said he was with another gnome. Did mm -hmm. you recognize the bounty hunter that was traveling with him? I'm assuming he was a bounty hunter. That's not my area, but you could go talk to Jake at the bondsman. Jake would know. <laughs> Said the bondsman? Yeah, across the way. Come back here to drink. But you can go talk to Jake. He might have some record of such things. Is this Jake? Is he a big guy? He is. You know him? Yeah, I'm just curious. How much do we owe you for the food? <laughs> for breakfast? Yeah. 
a silver piece. All right, and we'll drinks. Him, I'll give him ten for the whole party. And we we don't usually set up rooms until later in the evening. We kind of kind of see what happens. Plus, see what happens. Well, you know, Caroline will be down, and she she kind of runs that show. Oh, is she a sweet lady. She's sweet if for the right coin. Dun dun dun. So good. <laughs> um, did you just buy food for everybody? Yeah. Okay. Oh, what a uh, champion! Thank, thank you, Relap. Yeah, it's no problem. Excuse me, where did you get this device? She's going to point to the piano. Oh, bought it from a merchant company that came through from Ronsman. It's wonderful. Yeah, gnomish contraption, right? Yeah. There's a gnomish guy down there selling trinkets right now, so. Really? I'm sure he'll be open up soon. Hmm. Does he have any pianos like this? <laughs> he, I don't know, he might. Are we going to carry around a piano? Yes. <laughs> That's what the bag of inventory is for. Okay, hold on, guys. You jam an entire piano in there. It says it can fit it. We're doing it. I'm going to name that piano dumb. <laughs> You're dumb. We're going to give up the horse to something. You're, you're probably wondering how exactly we got the fire to go so high. <laughs> <laughs> we gave up. I deserve that. Good news, bad news. <laughs> yeah. Good news is we're going to have a hot fire. Bad news, we're not going to have a piano accompaniment. <laughs> the auto playing piano is gone. <laughs> she just cares about it. So, what were we having for breakfast? Eggs. And apparently turnips. Turnips? Yeah. A big glass of milk for Lucan. Why? Why? Thanks. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, keep your head on straight. Yeah, it's good for you. What are you drinking? Are you drinking whiskey? No. You can mm-hmm. smell it on your breath what, from oh, here. What do you expect? Talking about? It's Does, mouthwash. Doesn't he drink every morning? <laughs> yeah, but that's not, not usually this obvious. What is that? It's not. It's delicious. <laughs> can I uh, see your glass? Cautiously slide it over. I pick it up and I just smell the whiskey. Is it like, I don't know, is it like rocket or is it like a fine scotch? I don't know what I'm going to go on I don't know. Would you know? <laughs> Me neither. Make it stuff up. <laughs> I don't know that my Or is it like a fine on. wine? Yeah. Or is uh, it like a... I mean, it seems like decent quality stuff. It's hard to, hard to say. He said still whiskey. I don't know. You know, like, that doesn't mean much to you, you know? Nope. Moonshine. Back, back in, It'll get in you Prince drunk. Holm, it's just whiskey. There's never any, like, right. distinction. So how's it compared to the stuff in Prince Holm? This is substantially better. Hmm. It's a refined process, I think. Hmm. Hey, can I get one of those, too? Can I slide yours back? Slides it over with gusto. So we eat, hang out? Yeah. I think we eat, hang out, and go shop slash look for thievelings. So he wants to do the search while we're shopping at the stalls? I mean, he said it lasted for two hours. How yeah. many times can he do it in a day? Well, twice. Let's eat, sweep the town. Let us try to detect this tiefling. If we don't get anything, we'll just... Stay the Start, night, let stay the horses the night, rest. A- ask around, see what we can find. I think we should start totally looking for a lone traveler. That'd be a good we start. We can ask the bartender. We can also uh, try to prepare, figure out what we need to do to prepare to go to Fire's Heart. Get a little bit more information about the travel there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we did the hard part. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's another, hopefully not another roaming wood in between here and there, but we'll see. Or a band of ogres. Actually, that was fine. Hmm. Says you. Hmm. <laughs> Right, you don't like fighting? Me. I don't mind a good fight, but those bolts hurt. Yeah, and the clubs aren't a picnic either. All right, let's finish. So we'll finish up and head out. Okay. 
When you step out of the out of the saloon, you <laughs> actually realize that the gallows was in the way before, and with the light the way it was, you didn't notice. But there's a Pyrian chapel on the other side of it. It's along along that inner circle there. Really. And it's really kind of surprising to most of you because it's one of the smaller buildings in the in the circle. Like, it's just not that big a spot. It does, however, have a little steeple. And at the top of the steeple, it's fiery. And it's clearly an illusionary fire or, you know, some sort of spell. Because it looked kind of like uh, the, the torch that Merc has because mm. it would clearly be burning this wooden construction. And it's not. Well, it's like a massive pyre, kind of. Yeah, at the top of it, yeah. It's, okay. So it's all—it's almost, yeah, it, it sort of goes from, its you know, if you think of like an old wooden church, it just sort of like bursts into flames towards the top. It's not <laughs> okay. like a separate thing. Wow, okay. It's like on fire at the top, but it just sort of stays <laughs> that way. Interesting. It just kind of stares at it for a little while. Wow. Seems like a waste of magic. <laughs> you study Pyrrhian stuff, Mark. Is that what they all look like? I put together a few scraps from here and here from reading tomes and history. You've never been to a chapel? No. You want to go? Kind of, but... This is probably the closest chapel to your home. Like, yeah. this is the... You know what I mean? Like, there's probably no closer Pyrian chapel. Part of me is curious, but I don't know if I would be welcome through the doors. I would almost want to speak with the whoever's in charge first before I went in. I imagine the preacher's in there. Maybe. One way to find out. I'm going to just start power walking towards okay. it. <laughs> As you walk up to the side of the building, you realize that there's graffiti on the side of the church, too. There's somebody who's painted something on the side, and it looks like a... It's like a silhouette, um, a winged silhouette with horns, and it's done in kind of an orangish paint. Looks like a little demon or something has been painted mm. onto the side. Are there writings on it as well? Or nope. Just it's picture? just a little symbol. Does it look fresh? Does it look... Religion Jack. Has it been there for a while? It's oh, it's probably relatively fresh, yeah. It doesn't look like worn over or anything like that. Any mm. words or symbols or anything? Nope. Okay. I'll roll a religion check as well. Hey, natural one. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a cross. Don't know. You're like, I, I didn't know Pyrian's symbol was a demon. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Kill them all. <laughs> I didn't roll very well. I got an 11, so it's definitely not Pyrian, and that's... Bells I can gather. Yeah, that's yeah. You don't think it's Pyrian, but yeah, you have no idea what that means. Does it look at all like a tiefling? It's. I mean, it's almost like a stick figure, but you could imagine that because it's got guys, horns, but it also has wings. So maybe a nap. Hmm. So do you think we should warn the preacher or people in this town about what's possibly coming their way, or may even be here, or do we just do our search on our own and no, not tell I, anyone? I think we tell the preacher. You th- you do? Yeah. I don't let's, want to cause a panic. Let's fill him out. Let's do our sweep first. Let's make sure we focus and let's get Let's do the sweep, sweep first. Done. Okay. You might want to let them know that there's some graffiti on their walls. I'm sure they're aware, and if they won't, they will be shortly. Let's go. Lucan's still staying right next to Zan. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps trying to get some separation, and he just keeps closing the distance. Yeah. Worst little brother ever. <laughs> You see, too, that there's a sheriff's office assigned to it. Mm. There's a little sheriff's office along the way. With a little copper Yes, those are the, those apparently are the sheriff's deputies. And then probably from the, what the bartender said, the other guys are from the Western Fur Company. Oh, okay. Company interesting. That red mm. sunset. We okay. should probably introduce ourselves to the sheriff and state our business. Should we tell him that we're searching for something? Yes. Okay. 
Should we do that before the search or after? Do that before the sweep so they don't before. think we're... If, okay. we, if we run into it and have to kill it, it's yeah, a lot easier to say, that's a there's good a point. demon in your midst, we're going to find it, than say, well, yeah, no. No, that's a good point, really. Okay, I mean, we Let's, don't want to also trigger panic. We might want to say, hey, there's a chance that there's a demon in your town. All right. That might not tell us to bugger off. They'll too. probably just laugh at us, anyways, and tell them, tell us they don't exist. Well, I mean, we're not like having that. you talk to them, so who is? <laughs> we can go as a group. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think Relop would be a great spokesperson, though. I am. I don't think it matters. I feel like you're playing favoritism. I don't know what you're talking about. I just don't know if they're going to be open to looking at the two of us if they will care about what we say. I don't know. Right. We well, don't know that they won't. All right. There's no I can sense talk in... to him. Yep. He's the people of the woods. Yeah. I'll, Let's uh, go. Walk into the sheriff's office. That's all Yeah. We all go in. It's a pretty small building. There are two cells in it, and there's somebody sleeping it off in a cell, and there's one presumably deputy sitting there. He's got the badge. He's got a rifle sitting next to him, and there's actually a pistol on the table. All right. I'll walk up to him. He really looks at you very quizzically. Because he's not used to seeing woodland gnomes. Are you the uh, sheriff? Uh, I'm not, I, but I could probably find him. What, what do you got? What, what's happening? Well, it's a little early for problems. What's, you what's thought going this on? was going to be an easy shift, didn't you? We're from down south, and we just came into your fine town here from the uh, First Men Forest. While we're going through the forest, we tripped across a tribe of uh, some nomadic tribe. That had uh, birds? It was the campy. Yeah, the campy? Yeah, I'm I'm familiar with the campy. They walked us out of the forest, and as we were coming, we were meaning to come through this town a little earlier, but as we were following them to the, they were kind of coming in this direction, we ran across a secondary tribe of some raiding tribe. I can't remember their name right off the top of my head. The Akus. Okay. But it looked like it had been completely decimated. It looked like something had destroyed it. And the tribe that we were following had a shaman that was able to show us what happened. And it appears that there was some sort of demon. Really strange look, right? He kind of looks at all of you. I don't know what kind of animal it was, but it looked like some sort of demon. And it managed to destroy all of the Akus and then took on the shape of a tiefling like a horn thing yeah. yeah this seems like it's above my pay grade let me uh let me find the sheriff for you all Sounds right good where are you guys gonna be we can uh, be right here if you want how long is it gonna take to get the sheriff i suppose well, i'm sure he's close probably having his breakfast well if he's close we can be right here all right yeah we'll wait hey mark what's the prisoner look like in that cell human scruffy kind of gray-haired okay stinks of booze you okay. can smell it from there. So he smells like Hogan and I. He walks out onto the little porch at the, at the front of the building and kind of grabs a kid who was coming by. And he knows him by name, you know. He goes, hey, Sam, go go run over. And Sam runs off. And then this guy comes back, and he's wearing a cloak. It's kind of got a flap to the top of it and a hood down. But then at the same time, he's got this sort of broad-rimmed hat on top. He's got kind of long, kind of impressive mustache, just this big old mustache coming down. And he's got the badge, copper badge with the crosshair. And he has clearly a, a gun. It might be platinum, like it's really kind of embellished. You know, this sort of filigreed pistol on his side. 
And he kind of looks at each of you. What's this here? Hearing about demons while I'm eating my breakfast? Yeah, so we're not repeating ourselves. I just relay this, everything that Rhea Lopet said. Right. We think he's headed this way. We're we just wanting to let you know we're just going to take a look around the town for him. We don't want to get into any kind of uh, scuffle with you. And you are? My name is Mercenary. You can call me Merc. And this is Xenophy uh, uh, and Lucan, and that's Hog, and that's Rila. Uh, and you come from Prince Holm, it seems? That's where we started out on this sojourn. So if you do find this, where does he go from here? Oh. I just want to know if you're coming in to take someone from the, you know, one of the citizens here. I want to make sure that you don't just leave and I'm not aware of what's happening. I don't want somebody just being kidnapped and taken elsewhere. That's kind of why we're here. I don't know that he would go quietly. We can inform you when we find it, if we have the chance. If it attacks us, we might have to defend ourselves. Is yep. that allowed here? Got a description? Red, it's kind of portly, has horns coming out the top of it. It's it shapeshifted into a bear and then killed a bunch of people and then changed back into that form. Are you guys for real? I wish we were lying. Well, shoot, I think we're going to be able to find a portly red horned thing. It can shapeshift, as I mentioned. It might try to look like a normal person. We're just going to look around for it if we can. Lucan looks at him and says, Sir, I promise you we are not kidding. And I'd like to roll persuasion. Okay. Natural one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right on. Roll, right? I got a nice uh, right persuasion on skill, too. Says that's some pretty nice uh, armor you got there. Is that a Lucite symbol on your shield? Yes, it is. So are you working for this Lucite church? Is that what I should assume? No, we are not technically working for the church. Our travels are related to the church. This search for the demon is not. We were just trying to help your city if it was under attack, but... If you don't want us to search for it, we don't have to. We just wanted to make you aware of the threat so that your people could be ready for it. Well, we appreciate the heads up. We will keep an eye out ourselves. I think your best bet legally would be to go to the bondsman and have Jake write you up a, a bounty. Well, that sounds like we have two reasons to go talk to Big Jake. So we need to have a bounty created for this creature and then we, then we can hunt it? Well, it'll cost you a little bit of gold, but it would, my higher-ups, you know, I could answer to that if we had a, a contract. Hmm. Done and done. Where's this bondsman place again? It's across the, right, across across the, the street, street from where we were. And then right a lot of the locals just call it Jake's place. I power walk in Hulk fashion over to the bondsman. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> sure. Nowhere near as gracefully who, as uh, Who mans the wall at night? Or who mans the wall, period? Is that you or is that someone else? We've been seeing a different symbol floating around here. Well, it's us. Okay. My deputies and I are in charge of keeping the town safe and basically keeping keeping it safe from outsiders as well. But the companymen take care of making sure that the economy is safe. So if it comes down to things like the stalls, that's more their jurisdiction. That's a bondman. Hmm. We rode pretty hard after we found out about this creature so if he was here he probably would have shown up day before last or yesterday mm-hmm. do you know of anyone reporting anyone strange coming in through the gates no there's been a few people that came in and out but most of them leave the next day most people are just coming through i can certainly ask my deputies and see but I, they haven't usually they would let me know if something seems strange like sure 
All right, we'll get you your contract, and then we'll inform you. We just wanted to make sure you were aware of what we were doing. Thank you, sir. You don't need to bring the contract back to me. You just need to have it in case you do kill it. Show the paperwork after it's dead. All right. Make our way to the bottom. Legal process of things just takes <laughs> so, so long. <laughs> so when I get in there, first thing I say is, uh, who's this big Jake guy? <laughs> this guy behind the bar. He is a pretty big guy. His hair's kind of slicked back, like maybe he just washed up for the day or something. You know, he looks a little bit wet. He kind of looks around. I guess that's me. Excellent. I hear you make bounty contracts. I do. That's part of my job here. Excellent. I would like to get one drawn up. <laughs> you notice this is an inn like any other. You know, it's a pretty normal setup. There's, there's casks set up along one side, full-on bar and rail, and then some tables set up, and then rooms off on this floor and upstairs. So this is a much bigger place as far as staying the night. One thing that's interesting though is that when you walk in behind him, instead of where, you know, a lot of times there's a mirror behind the bar, and there might very well be a mirror there, but there's wanted posters just like plastered all over behind the bar. That's where he's standing. So you're looking for a bounty, something he kind of points back at the posters. He says, are you looking for something new? Or do you already have something in the year after? Yeah. It's going to sound ridiculous, but there's a, a tiefling I'm after, and I like to get a contract drawn up for him so I don't get arrested for finding him. So, just so we don't get any legal bindings, we'd like to get a bounty drawn up for this guy. All right, what do you know? And you kind of run through the whole spiel, right? So he gets out a... He, and he, as he start, he gets out a piece of paper, and he gets out a quill, and he's got this little ink pot... And he says, so this is going to take just a second. You want a drink? Yes. Well, you got that still whiskey? Still whiskey? Well, that's what the guy over at the other place called it. He says, you want some fire water. Fire. There's certainly a still whiskey over there. Let's get you some fire water. Does this place seem nicer than the Bellows? Than the, the powder, powder cake? cake. Powder, or powder cake, sorry. Powder cake. Uh, uh, roughly the same? Is it nicer, less nice than the other place? Yeah. They're, they're comparable. It's just a little bit different. But this, he does seem to have more behind the bar. Like, this guy likes his drinks, apparently. Mm. And it's also a bigger place, too. It's bigger? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we want to stay here this evening or the other place? I'm speaking to everybody while he's getting the drink. I don't know. What was her name? Camille? Here, she's quite sweet. No, Caroline. Mm. I don't have an opinion one way or another. So do you have uh, rooms for rent? I do. For three rooms? For three rooms? Three gold. All right, done. Looks like we're staying here. That includes... Breakfast and that's fun. Very well. Do you serve uh, potatoes or turnips here? I do actually have some potatoes. Oh man, we should came here in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's try this fire water first before we start jumping to conclusions. <laughs> I guess you would like one as well. Fire water stilled in fire's heart, so not only is it good, but it's fresh. Hmm. I think we have to experience this first. We're ordering some right now, man. Come on, slow your roll. Firewater, he's at, he's, he is charging an extra silver per drink on that, so just cut the, you know. Uh, yeah, fine, whatever. How so, much? how much is this bounty going to cost us to create? He says, really, it's pretty simple because it's it's not something coming from Prince Home or from Rontaman. You recognize as you're standing there that, like, they're, a lot of the bounties kind of say where they're coming from. And so what, what apparently happens is the bigger cities in the area send their bounties to Crosshair Post because mm. most people are going to come through here. Mm. Pe- people head west a lot to get away from the Lucite lands if mm. they are in trouble. 
And so Crosshair Post is that's why it's such a mecca for in, for bounty hunters. Lucan wants to look and see. Are a majority of these bounties um, high orcs? Is that something that would be noticeable? <laughs> that's a good question. That's profiling. <laughs> that it profiling. was already Asking for the right reason. Yeah. It was already inferred. To be clear, <laughs> that's right. I was actually going to scan to see if anything looked similar to my likeness. Uh huh. <laughs> Any of these? Uh huh. Part of me is getting to that too. <laughs> it's awfully rude of you to make that assumption. Mm. Can we just roll perception and see what we see? Yeah, go ahead and roll perceptions. Whoa, this, these new dice are terrible. Wow. I guess I can't tell if there's high orcs. <laughs> I got a 16. I'm just looking to see what's there. Nothing in particular. Okay. 20. You're pretty certain, Hulk, that you do not see like your own picture up there. <laughs> All right. You do think that the percentage of high orcs seems a little bit high. It's of not major- It's not the majority or anything like that. The majority is human. But you do think that it seems higher than it probably should be. You do notice that you don't see any Saradin. Yeah, of course. There's like one gnome up there, and that's about it. Otherwise, it's humans. And does that gnome look like Relop? <laughs> it does not. <laughs> okay. Walker Raggle Hall. Hey, uh, Relop. I might slow the guy down a little bit, but why don't you ask about your brother? In answer to your question, uh, young lady, five gold would be the cost of oh. contract. Very well. I will pay the five gold plus whatever silver for the drinks. Hey, uh, Jake, the uh, guy across the way, Ansel, he uh, seemed to recognize me. Kind of looks sort of deep into you for a moment. Right. They're a wood gnome, huh? Yeah. Apparently another wood gnome came through with a bounty hunter a little while back. I do remember that. How much uh, would it cost me to get that uh, contract or any information that you might have about that? Well, you're a paying customer, so I guess I'd give you a cut your deal. What do you need to know for? Somebody somebody you know? You maybe can. Hmm. Well, don't know that I'd be able to give you any details on it. It has been a while, but, I, but my, my memory of it was that they were headed to Rontaman. You recall what he got, what the contract was about? Offhand, I do not. You wouldn't happen to know the bounty hunter, would you? Well, see, that's where the rub is, because I don't want to be handing out names from somebody from my line of work. I understand. But I will let you know that he is a spellcasting type. The bounty hunter? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and slide one of my uh, pearls across to him. One of my pink pearls. Sure you don't have anything else that you might be able to... <laughs> Make a persuasion. Oh, this is going to go horribly. Oh, it went horribly. <laughs> Two. I, I don't know if I can do that, friend. How about the name of the bounty? That might be useful to us. That I don't I don't know offhand. Well, I tell you what, why don't you go ahead and hold on to this for me, and next time I come through town, if you happen to remember me, give me a room. Fair enough. Is the bounty ready? Yeah, he writes it up. Should, you have a brother? This should keep you safe if you end up killing something in town, killing this thing in town. Thank you. Excellent. I'll take it. You do notice in this room, too, there are a couple of patrons that uh, stand out a little bit. One of them is uh, a halfling, and you haven't seen any other halflings as you walk through town. And the other one is uh, human, but he he has kind of a tribal look to him, kind of dark-skinned. And just the way he the way he dresses, he's got a lot of gold hanging from him. And 
sort of stands out a little bit. Does he look like either the the Ekus or the the? Well, obviously not the Campy because of that. But they have the weird head. No, he he looks different to you. We but there's him. he just doesn't look like he comes from Prince Holm or something like that. Did the Ekus like gold? I don't know. Okay, they were the ones with the mohawks. I, I they, think they, they would like to be alive at this point. And they wore white, kind of chalky face, face paint. paint. Most of them seem to be bartering or looting, so. I don't know if gold specifically was more important to them or not. Let's right. go check out the shops and go look for uh Alright. Something just... hits you in the back of the head. Really? Mm-hmm. Slowly turn around. The halfling smiling at you. Friend? Buy me a drink! Why? <laughs> <laughs> Do we see this? You're all kind of starting to walk out. So I turn around and kind of glare at the halfling. Can I insight check him? Uh, he has, to, he I want to see if he's uh, fishing for something to gain a favor. Okay, I got an actual one. You I th- just glare at him. You, you think he? One you, buddies. you think he wants a drink? So I think I have the information you're looking for. Sorry to eavesdrop. That's fair enough. Uh, as he's talking to Relop, I'm going to just slide over to the other side of the half lane. <laughs> I uh, looks up at you and. Smile. I come up to stand behind Relob and just glare at him. Oh, we're getting cozy, aren't we? Evidently. He kind of slides under the table and he pops up on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Have a seat. All right. Saying to the big guys. I'll uh, catch up to you guys. I gotta talk to this guy. We can wait. I think we're gonna. That wait. wasn't a question. That was a statement. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I'll see you guys in a bit. The halfling smiling at you guys, like waiting for you to leave. Come on, we have to start the search. All right. I don't think we should split up. Uh, he'll be fine. I'll look uh, at yeah. the halfling and I'm like, you hurt one hair on this guy's head, one of these will have your name on it. I would like to roll an insight check against the halfling. Um, just roll the five. Okay. <laughs> be honest, no guy. idea with him. <laughs> yeah, I think he might be trying to pick him up. Yeah, real up one platinum, just in case he needed a little extra. Thanks. We are seriously leaving the lab here. I'll be fine. We know where he's not at. a dandelion in the wind. Walk over and grab a couple of drinks from Jake for tell him what I'm getting, whatever he's, whatever the halfling's getting. Yeah. He says, Jake says, so Reedy's going to ask you for more money than you need to give him. That's all I'm saying. And he sort of like steps over to the other side of the bar. Appreciate it under my breath as I turn around and walk back with the drinks. So what's it worth to you? To know a little bit more about that bounty hunter you're talking about. I didn't catch your name, friend. Uh, my name is Reedy. Reedy Thornblossom. Pleasure to meet you. Well, it depends. What can you tell me? Well, I can give you the name of the gnome. The one that... The bounty hunter. Make up any gnome name. Well, I could, but... I remember the gnome that had the... Forest gnome, such as yourself. They were headed toward the Rontaman. A month or two back. Alright. I'm gonna pull uh, another gem out of my uh, pockets. Give him the uh, chess nerny, whatever it is, so I can cross it off so I don't actually have to spell whatever that okay. is again. The stone. The stone. It's a uh, 50 gold. Okay. Looks at it. Holds it up to the light. It's good. Slips it into a pouch. His name is Lob. He's come through here a few times. Lob? Lob. Is he a forest gnome? Nope. Ronsman gnome. He's even got a Ronsman accent. Do you know what gnome it looked like me was getting in trouble for? That I couldn't tell you. Okay. But I think that if you're lo- if you're looking for a forest gnome that came through here, 
lobs the guy you're, that you need to find. How far is it from here to Rontaman? Uh, I think it's probably about a week and a half on horseback. Okay. You remember when they uh, left town? Like I said, a month or two, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I figured the name would be helpful to you. Would. Thanks for the drink. You realize he's actually finished it already. All right. It's been like knocking it back. All right. Well, I appreciate you uh, helping me out. Yeah. I appreciate you helping me out. I'll go ahead and catch up to the rest of the group. Okay. As soon as we get outside the saloon, I'm like, we should just wait here for him. That way he has a little bit of privacy, but we can help him out. Yeah, so she's coming out there. She's kind of looking at the bounty when you kind of say that we need to give him some privacy thing. She's like, why? <laughs> I don't know why that gnome is so cagey. You apparently seem fine with it. Well, it's not like I'm forthcoming on all my secrets well, either. Tell me about that. And she's slowly walking away from you both. Why? Okay, well, I guess you don't want to hear then. Why are you walking away, Zan? Because I'm tired of all of this. Tired of what? The non-stop lying. I don't recall lying. You have both much. lied to me since we've met. I haven't heard a single true thing from any of you. Oh, that's completely false. That's a gross exaggeration. What are you going to Meridor for? Beyond your sword. What else? Where did he go that night in Lucidum? He <laughs> told you. He had to have told you. You seem fine with it. Where was he? It's not my story to tell. It's apparently not his either. Well, that's his story to tell, and if he doesn't want to tell it to you, so be it. Then why would I want to go with you to help? Why would I want to heal you to keep ah. you alive to do so? How about the fact that we went down to Lucidum and fought your battle? How about I fought those ogres in the first men's forest I didn't for want, you? I didn't want to do that. Zan. It was your people that I helped in that instance. It was no benefit to me. Zan, it is our duty to help people. What, did, what do you think all of our training and schooling was for? I'm just trying to save the Empire and these two could care less. Really? Yes. Really? You said I so risked in my life in Lucidum. You said so in the end that you didn't care if everybody starved in Lucidum. I can't help. Do you understand that? No. I can't help protect those people. We can. I'm you fine. can. I can't. It's not my fight. Nobody came and consulted me. I'm not getting coin or steel for that. All about coin and steel. Wonderful. But I've risked my life plenty for next to nothing for you. Why did you follow me? Why did you come up the staircase? Because there was a creep staring at you all night. So? I've seen people do that before and it never ends well. What are you two talking about? Never mind, Lucan. No, I'm in this conversation too. Quit dismissing me right away all the time. <sighs> you dismiss us and you walk away. Everyone seems to Not be... Not right now. No. What? You see, you're hiding secrets now. This is something your brother should know. Sure. I was in a relationship and I ended it at the night of the party. You knew this. Well, I found out about it. I didn't know about it until later. Well, he followed me up the staircase and listened into my conversation, and so did Holg. And I don't know why. I specifically I left the party to go have either. this conversation. Because he was being a creep. So? I've seen people do that, and then it never ended well. You don't think why? Could... Why wouldn't I go to help my friend? You don't think I could defend myself? He was just trying to help Zan. Zan, you were not wearing armor. So? You, you saw him. He would bend in a breeze. I could easily defend myself against I've him. I've seen plenty of people to be deceptive. All I did was come up there to make sure you were okay. Zam could perfectly defend herself. Lucan wants to roll an insight check on Merc. I rolled an 11. What are you checking for? 
to see if he's being suspicious of anything since Zan's kind of calling, you know, like... That he makes seems sense. pretty genuine, Yeah, right? yeah. Relap, you walk out and they're yelling at each other outside. <laughs> oh. Hey, Zan, you cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> did you get all your answers? Oh, I got some answers. Great. When did you get your hair cut? <sighs> She's gonna walk away. <laughs> you guys mattered her haircut? Lucan, Lucan I'm gonna skip after Zan. Yeah, Lucan's gonna stay right at her side. Leave me alone. We kind of no. need you to do the thing. I can search the east side, you search the west. Use Lucan's mm, senses. No, we are going to stick together. Why? Why do you think? We We're need in to... Pyrian lands. Everyone has a gun around here. We need to search faster. We need to... Then let's quit arguing and search. Fine. That's what we need to be doing. We need to focus right now. That's what I'm trying to do instead of all of these side conversations and lies. You need to stop worrying about that right now. There's a demon that could be killing everybody in a moment's time. We need to find them. Fine. Get my horse. Okay. So we get on the horses and start searching. I'll cast Locate Creature. Maintain concentration for an hour. And then if I have to do it another one, I can. Okay. I think we can circle the whole thing in an hour, Mark? No, we'll do the grid. I mean, there's no reason not yeah, to run the sure, grid. Sure. Up sure. and down, up and down, up you down. You do notice as you, when you ride around, if you kind of go into the residential areas... It seems that people watch you a little closer. Like you're pretty much let free on the main roads, but when right. you get off of the main roads, people wonder why. I'm gonna like randomly spot out questions, like the tourist type questions. I think we were supposed to take right <laughs> back this way. You do notice too. A lot of the houses are pretty meager, just you know, simple little four wall buildings. You also do notice a few tents here and there. Where they maybe just never got to actually building the, the the wooden structure. You also come across a big residence that is actually encircled by a stone fence. It's the only stone structure you see in the whole town. Everything's made of wood here, and it's clearly somebody importance house. There's a couple of like stag antlers uh, over the front door, and other than that, you know, pretty unremarkable. The spell never seems to go off anywhere as you're going through the the residential areas and you kind of walk through the stalls. You guys just you're just going to systematically go. You're not going to stop. And that's like, all Zane's doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kind of whatever else wants to do. As we're walking around, I say, "Relap, you have a brother." Uh, yeah, I don't like to talk about it, but oh, okay. Halfling seems to have had information, so so you're looking for him, huh? It'd be nice to run into a member of my family there's not a whole lot left so really hmm sorry to hear that nothing you could have done let me know if you need anything will do so you feel it as though you really just cast it the one time and it pretty much covers the place like you feel pretty strongly that you've covered the whole place nothing jumps Lucan has not used his remaining divine senses because he, he's going to wait till like later in the night when everyone's crowded and Crowd it up in certain spots and just trigger it and see if it goes. So I can save my last one for tonight if I need to. Probably for the best. Hey, Relop, you said something about uh, being able to check in on people from a long ways away. Yeah, I'm still a little ways away from that. But as soon as I know, you'll know. All right. Well, I guess with us, go do some shopping. I saw a pair of dwarves and there's a gun shop I want to go check out. Walk around, I suppose. I think we should stick together. 
well, well yeah. I just invited you to come along. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yep. <laughs> Olga, don't think they're going to take too well to you implementing your line of work. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what are, fair. What are you talking about, Relop? <laughs> However, <laughs> if we could, you know, keep it above board, I'd appreciate it. we got a interesting stand over there that I really don't want to get more acquainted yeah, with. Yeah, I witnessed that. I think I'd be best to... Uh, Keeping on ground level from that. <laughs> As you mm. talk about it, too, you realize that they've taken the body down that was hanging from it. Great. Uh, can we go to the dwarf shop first? Sure. Mm. These are all set up as little stalls. They put little wooden placards hanging from the front of kind of the workbench that they work from, but everything is behind them. Okay. So you're really just dealing with somebody sort of at a counter. They've got goods behind them. All of them look that way. Like, these are the stalls. They refer to them as the stalls in town. Mm. This one's called the Back Gate. Dwarven couple and they seem to have dwarfkin goods so okay. things that are, were made under the mountain axes and hammers and clothing and a little bit of armor and things like that well hello well hello i see you got some armor there uh well i mean we don't have a, a lot but we have a couple of things welcome to the back gate i am morg this is mora we are the fire fists Okay. You're looking for some sort of armor. Yeah. Well, why don't I look for armor? Well, I mean, you have some pretty nice dwarven crafted armor on right there. Well, that's why I'm looking for more. What are you in the market for? Something like maybe a little nicer, but let's just see what you got, I guess. You do see, too, that they have a few potions on the back. Just, you know, sort of a little shelf of some potions in, in a crate with some straw. Got any uh, magical items or anything of that nature? I guess I'd hate to be rude, but one of the common questions around here is, which price range? Are we talking in the hundreds of golds, in the thousands of golds, or... I'm not browsing, and I pull out a black pearl. It's worth the... I believe that's the 500 one. That's the 500, okay. So, well, you know, I have a few magical items, but nothing that would necessarily be covered by that. Well... I have some coin and I have more, but I was just trying to show you that I'm not just browsing. Certainly. The items that I have, you know, in in addition to many finely crafted dwarven items here, but the ones of the magical nature, I certainly have a couple of potions that might be worthwhile discussing. I do have this jousting shield behind me that does have some enchantment to it. Other than that, we're talking a little bit into the multiples of thousands. Multiples of thousands. Mm. Yes. You notice there's a pretty heavy presence here, too, of the gunman with the red sunset. Not super worried about them. Oh, while they're starting to haggle, and as soon as he thinks everyone else is kind of distracted what's around, he's going to try and slip away. Okay. You're going to roll yourself just to see if they bother you as you do that? (laughs) Am I going to roll against the die I just bought you? (laughs) Fantastic. Oh. oh lord, that thing rolled. Let's I think he beat me. It was double digits. Okay, I rolled a three. Okay. <laughs> My stealth roll was twenty-six. Alright. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so he wanders off. Lucom is pretty sure that he's still standing right high looking at <laughs> He did not notice. He left his armor just right. floating yes. in just <laughs> The poop of smoke in the shape I of got his a, body. I got a twenty. I'm pretty sure I didn't even notice he moved. <laughs> I'm not gonna roll because I'm certain that I wouldn't notice. How about anything that's about uh, 2,000 or less? 
He says, I, I do have a potion of hill giant strength. You look like the type that might be able to use that in a pinch. Mm, maybe. Only 250 gold. Quarter of what you were thinking about. Sure. 250 gold? You have two of them. Do not. I have. I just have the one, unfortunately. Hmm. Do you have any mothers, Mel? I do. I have three of them. You have ones about worth 250 gold? I No, I just have the, the, the basic. They're 70 gold piece. Yeah, three of those. Well, I will take the the potion of giant strength. Okay. I'll take three of the mother, uh, the three mothers' mouths. You notice when he goes to hand them to you, they're actually red. You're used to them being white. Uh, I thought you said these were mothers' milk. Oh, I'm, yes, they are. I'm sorry. They it's a different recipe out west here. They use bleeding heart flowers, and I don't know what they use out east. Do you know, Zan? Why these are red instead of white? Because you're just kind of looking down, like she's distantly staring off and thinking, "What? These healing potions—they're red, made with some other reagent, I guess." Well, they said bleeding heart flower. Hmm. It must be a red flower. Yeah. Interesting. The flowers they make the mother's milk with are white, so that's probably why they're red. Huh. Okay. And I guess that's it. All right. Alukan walks up to the person and says, "Hey, uh, I got a quick question for you. Is there anybody stopped in here, like a?" portly fellow that maybe was a little odd over the last couple days. Oh, no one no one but me, I guess. And he kind of, like, pats his own belly. Okay. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. I wonder if we passed him on the planes. So I take the three red healing potions and I hand them to Lucan. Oh, you're giving me healing potions? Yeah. Don't fall down. Alright. I'd like to go to the gun shop, which is, I do The worthy gun. Hey, where's Holt? What? Where's Holg? What? Oh, Holg? Um, yeah. I swear he was just here. Survival check. Do I see his tracks? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw that too. Hey, guess what? I don't see him either. Uh, give me a second. I'll cast message. Okay. Um, Holg, you're around here somewhere? Uh, what's the what's the range on that? <laughs> <laughs> 120 feet. Let's see. We are at... Yeah, I'm fine. I just want to do a little uh, free-range shopping on my own. All right, remember our conversation? Duly noted. Hey, uh, when I got out of the inn, there was a bunch of yelling going on. What was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, some people's patience is wearing thin. Right. Be safe. He's fine. Okay. I don't know. He just off doing... High orc stuff, I guess. So, Lucan turns to Zan and says, Holg has a lot of secrets too, you know. Yes. That's a different conversation for a different time. He also doesn't help. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Zan doesn't like secrets. She thinks we've been lying to her the whole time. Oh. Okay. In particular, she asked about your little uh, midnight adventure uh, last night and... What was that place? Lucidum. I don't know why I can't think of that. <laughs> oh, you want to know where I was? Yes. Is that when you were shopping for leather? No, I think this was uh, when I woke up and you guys were gone. Are you talking about that? Yes. When you were oh. in your room. You left all your stuff behind. You disappeared. Yeah. One of your uh, priests came to me in a dream and decided that he was going to strong arm me into doing the church's work. So A priest? What? Yeah. Was it a priest or a wizard? It was a priest. Did you catch his name? Yeah, I know all about him. 
Why would it was anything. He's in the middle of Lucidum lands. Like, why would you frame a priest? Or, like, wanting to come out as he's framing a priest. Oh, I'm a wizard. Oh. Have we done that yet? Not you, but other people. So he could tell us, and we could find out who this person is and what they want, instead of saying that you were just in the room. Well, I was in the room. So he abducted you from the room, or... I don't understand. You were just in a dream state? You weren't there. He was using a level of magic that I'm not familiar with. Really? Yeah. Just to be clear, you were not in the room. Not to the naked eye. Well, I appeared in the room, and I slept in the room. So... And Doesn't per- mean you, you were there the entire time. Sure. This person wants you to get something from Meridor. This is the friend you were talking about before, yeah. when you then claimed it was Merc afterwards. What? Did he? What? Yes. I asked you what friend you were looking for, and you said Merc needed something for his sword. You didn't yeah. answer my question. I, I do need something for my sword from Meridor. I also had a vision. <laughs> you said this priest strong-armed you into getting something for him. Well, I haven't gotten it yet. Because it's in Meridor. Right. Huh. But I am also going to Meridor for the sword. Sure. And I consider Merc a friend. I like to think we But you also meant the priest, you just didn't want to tell me about it, even though we were nowhere near Lucidum. We were in Lucite Lands until recently. <laughs> so, do you guys want to go to Meridor after Fire's Heart? Is that the idea? Well, well yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. I mean, you guys need to go up there. Nothing else to broker that deal. I'm uh, going to walk right across the street here to... They have a thing called the Dusty Tome, which I am very interested in. Okay. All right. Should we stick together? I, <laughs> Obviously, we've lost one already. <laughs> he's fine. You're more than welcome to it. It's, uh, it's a magic shop, so you know. Let's go, Zan. I say we stick together. Except Hulk. You're doing well, a backup job, Lucan. <laughs> I, I swear he was right next to me. <laughs> I thought he was too. Oh, that Hulk. We'll go in. All right. Yeah. Well, and again, it's all stalls, right? So you just sort of walk up oh, to, yeah, to, I mean, you know, it's to the, the basic stall. Yeah. yeah. It's like the state fair. There's yeah. 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 <laughs> How dusty is that? Oh. Home? Hey, friend. Guy spits into a spittoon. Ding. Can't help but notice all the uh, scrolls. Yeah, I got some scrolls. We got some books. This guy doesn't look like he probably ever read a book in his life. Right. He just doesn't have the look about him. Can you give me kind of a rundown on what you have well, available? Scrolls I got right now are just kind of a little bit lower level. I don't know what you're in the business for. I've only got four loose ones at this moment. The rest of my books are a lot of how-to and, and things, you know, agricultural. And there might be a few odd ones here and there. But I've got a... Uh, uh, let me see. And he kind of pulls out a little sheet, and he's he's got a little list, and he says, "Detect magic, charm person, unseen servant, absorb elements." He kind of says them like he doesn't really even know what they are. He just knows what right, the price is. Right, he's just reading what it says on mm-hmm. it. You said unseen servant, absorb elements, charm person, detect magic. Ninety gold apiece. You're walking off with a scroll. Give me a quick second here while I take a look at that. What does absorb elements do? Eventually, I'm going to retire when I sell, and I don't have it on me, so don't get any ideas. But I do uh, have a rod of security that someday I will sell and retire. So when you're done with your adventuring days, because I can see that y'all are adventurers, I think you should think about buying a rod of security in my neck of the woods here. What is a rod of security? 
a rod, a rod of security, like a little stick, cylinder. And sure. It basically gives you like your own little domicile. It's like buying a mansion. Oh, yeah. You carry it with you. Go on. It's well out of your price range. Looking for 50,000 gold. <laughs> but I do have access to it at some point. So at a later date, you pull your money, you can all do whatever it is that you do. I pull out a small piece of copper. Hulk? Yeah? We may be needing your assistance. <laughs> what do you need for the uh, unseen servant? 90 gold. Well, sir, I could relieve you of that. How about that book there on agriculture? Oh, and he says, well, I got a few, and he kind of sets them down in front of you. The kind of dust, as he hits the table with them, dust kind of comes off them. How much for the lot? Uh, let's see here. And he kind of runs through and says, I'll give you, let's see, there's four books here. I'll give you two gold apiece. That's a deal. That's a steal. Two gold apiece? Yeah, both, books are pretty expensive. So it's you're a like, book you know, about that's not hose. Bad. You want me to pay two gold for a book about hoes? Hoes and hoses, I guess. PG-13. What about boats? <laughs> it's agriculture books. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Can you combine it together? I think there's a canoe book that I could probably... What, what, about, what about rafts and hoes? <laughs> you got a book about rafts. Rafts and promiscuous women. <laughs> no, it's hose. We're talking about when the garden tool. He kind of looks through and he says, I do have one on, on river travel. How about uh, 100 gold for the whole thing? Whole thing. For the unseen servant, the uh, four books, and the book on river travel. Deal. Done. I'll hand him the other pearl that I have. Mm-hmm. Are these booths pretty close? They yeah. come into them from the back, so they're actually adjacent to it. Like they, there's no space between the booths. Okay. It's like a big, long... But they face out to the street, and they're just yeah. right, right yep. next to each other. Exactly. Okay. All right. Mazan might wander to the jewelry one and the gnomish one at some okay. point. Just sure. going forward. I don't think you'll be alone on the Lucan. on the gnomish one, so I think we'll... Okay. Because they already talked about it, too. Yeah. So. She was just curious about the piano thing to lead to her to sure. look at that. So Lucan wants to talk to the guy that relapsed talk to and says, hey... Um, Bing! Sir. Hits the spittoon. <laughs> Have you, by any chance, recall kind of a mischievous, portly fellow walking around here the last few days? Maybe that just kind of stood out in your mind? It's a little halfling? No. Because I have noticed a little halfling that keeps wandering around here. Really? Just over the last couple days? Oh, yeah. People don't usually stay here long. Anything stand out about him? I just, I gotta kind of watch my stuff. What color was his hair? I think he was kind of a blondish. Blondish. Sandy, maybe? Okay. Didn't happen to have, like, odd colored skin or anything, did he? I know that's nah. a weird question, but... The, the one that he talked to was blonde, too. That's what I was going to ask, if the one in the inn was the blonde one. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. You, too. Hope- Bing! <laughs> you spit on my armor! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we go to the gnome place, since a couple people mentioned that? Sure. That's actually where Hog was headed. Oh, you're going first. Yeah, no, it's just a couple <laughs> a couple stalls down. We should be able to see. All right, so uh, so you, you all turn and like Hog's already there, right? So this <laughs> this one is. this one's interesting because there's you know there's a little gnome back there and he's got all these gears and wire springs and things all sort of it's just sort of a mess. You know, he's got this big workshop behind him, but then all of these things. And as you get close, you actually recognize that there's a big suit of armor sitting behind him, like full plate kind of thing and then as you approach it turns its head and looks at you and it has two glowing eyes inside the <laughs> visor well hello 
Hi. What can I do for you today? I had a friend who was intrigued by the piano at the powder keg. Ah, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, that, I, I do believe know the gnome that sold that to them. Oh, excellent. I'm actually more curious on if you were to have like a clockwork, like a small trinket, said bird-like, like maybe an owl. Huh, let me see if I do have an owl. And you actually do see little clockwork things. There's actually a couple clocks back there. Mm -hmm. And kind of works through. Uh, uh, Yeah. And he he opens up a little case that he's got a few sort of... And they're all just sort of thrown in there. There's this pile of, you know, little copper things. Right. And he pulls it out and kind of winds it up. And it kind of walks for a little bit, flaps its arms, and stops. Perfect. I would like to acquire this. Four gold. All right, I'm not even going to haggle with you. Why, thank you. What else can I get you today? We got all kinds of things. I got fire starters. I got music boxes. I got uh, I got all kinds of weird... I got uh, blade boots. You look like a guy who might be able to use some blade boots. Of course, I'm not sure they'll fit you exactly. We'll have to figure that out. All right, you got my attention. They have like a spring in them and a blade and it pops out the front of your boot. A friend of mine came up with it. I consider myself a tinker, but I, I do have to say that... I'm a better merchant than I am a a tinker, so most of what I'm going to sell you is probably not something that I created myself. But I'm trying, again, mess all over the table. Yeah, can't blame you for that. Let's put a pin in that, and perhaps on my way back through we'll have a conversation. Okay. So you go to walk, start to walk away? Yeah. Okay. The, the rest of the guys are kind of your way as, as it goes. And the suit of armor says, thank you for your business, and kind of this tinny voice. Oh, nice. <laughs> if I see them coming towards me, I'm going to just pocket the, uh, the small owl. Okay. How big is that owl? You small. can't see it. He pocketed it. Yeah. <laughs> Slide a hand jack. Just kidding. Hey, Hulk. How you doing? Oh, hi. It kind of disappeared again. <laughs> yeah, this place just caught my attention and just wandered off. Oh, you can't be bothered to say, hey, I'm going over here. I thought I did. I don't you think just... it's a good idea to just take off like that whole... I mean, I don't know what Lucan's obsession is with me next to people is today, but well, he's got I, a point. We're in a strange I, land. Yes, that's exactly why I'm worried. Zane's looking at the music box things, like the little small music mm-hmm. things, and even making interesting sounds or whatever. Oh, uh, most of them do little songs that you're familiar with. You yeah. know, I mean, it's, you know, and they, a lot, most of them have a little bit of a spinny something. You know, like a little, obviously, like ballerina. Sure. But some of them will have different animals or maybe a couple that are dancing. That kind of thing. They have a couple things that just don't make sense to you. You know, you just like look at he's behind him. He's got there's like a little cube. And there's something that kind of looks like broom, but it's mechanical. There's a couple things on the uh, that look like little capsules almost. It's a, the weird thing about it is you're just like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah, what all this and this stuff is. What can I show you? I'm just looking at the music boxes for right now. Thank you. She's kind of holding them to her ear to listen to them. And- Putting okay. them back and kind of, I'm assuming they're wind up kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And the, and th- that's one thing that you definitely have seen among like gnomish tinkers yeah. in Prince Holm. And the fire starters are, you know, it's almost like little lighters, right? And they, mm. you've seen those before too. Mukan says this stuff is brilliant, and he's starting to really look closely at everything. Do you need a fire starter? Let me show you how it works. You just like, yeah. you just squeeze it, and the little flame pops up. Yeah, Lucan grabs it and. Test it out. Yep. So it's like magic fire. Ah, uh, it, well, it's there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a magical touch to it, but no, it's pretty it's pretty much technological. 
Like you put oil in it and it... Yes. It's like a lantern? Yeah, it works kind of like that. It's like this is... Kind of creates a spark and lights a fluid. Relop, have you ever seen one of these? Have I seen one of those? You know, I don't know if you would have, because you would have had to probably go into a like, shop like this right, and come right. home. I have not seen one of these. Yeah. It's an interesting invention, though. Yeah, uh, what are you asking for this? Poor gold. Sold, sir. I'll give you five. Oh, thank you. Why did you pay more? Yeah, that, that's not how you haggle. Because <laughs> I'm going to ask him a question. He hands it to the suit of armor, and the suit of armor takes it, puts it in a box, locks it up, <laughs> sets it next to itself. <laughs> Wait, what? Why you just give it gold? to him. Oh, the gold. The gold. The gold. Yeah. Oh, it took yeah, the yeah, gold. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it took the fire. And then when you talk about it, it opens up a plate in its chest and puts the box in its chest and shuts it and looks at you. <laughs> Lucan says, I'm sure you can ask this a lot, but is there any anyone in particular that kind of stood out to you the last couple days that maybe was didn't like kind of looked out of place? Kind of a portly fellow? Well, I don't believe so. How about just a lone traveler? Uh, there's been a halfling that come through. Really? Sure. Blonde hair? Uh, I believe so. Well, I say ha- have a good day. Thank you very much, sir. Can I interest you in some Bam Smacks? Some what? Bam Smacks. Bandit Snacks? Bam Smacks. Bam, Bam Smacks. Yeah, a little, little, little bit of gunpowder in there. He can hold it out. <laughs> All you do is throw it on the ground. It's not going to hurt anybody. So go, go ahead. Take it. Now you throw it on the ground. Throw it on the ground. Lucan looks so confused. <laughs> yeah. And I toss it at Lucan. <laughs> <laughs> it hits his armor and goes BAM and makes a big smacking noise. Should I roll And to see leaves a little bit of a singe uh, marking. You know, he's going to have to wipe it off of his armor with the, oh, I do the black powder. I try to wipe it off. I didn't know I was going to make your armor dirty. Then the, the smell, <sighs> by the way, reminds you of the Felmungry, right? Like you haven't smelled gunpowder in a lot of places. And so. Huh. Yeah, no thanks on these. Yeah, I'm gonna take a pass. <laughs> wiping his armor. I'm gonna take a handful. Of <laughs> yes. <laughs> he says you can get for it's basically a gold piece, but uh, he he likes to sell them in tens. So for ten so, gold, you can have ten of them. Ten gold, done. Nice. Those are expensive firecrackers. They oh, are yeah. expensive firecrackers. Oh, but the endless possibilities. <laughs> so, ten pranks on the god. Got yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> totally worth ten gold. <laughs> Yeah, the the way Luke, the way Lucan was like backing away from it, <laughs> like ooh, yeah, it was, like, so, it was mostly the smell for me. You notice that he's got bagpipes hanging back there. He says, "Here's a here's an interesting item for you." And he grabs a, it looks like a little flat disc or maybe a flattened hat or something, and he pulls it open, and it's like a looks like a megaphone. It's a collapsible speaking horn. Slides that out, puts it back in. Need to talk to somebody far away. Need to get somebody's attention. Hmm. I think we got better methods than that. Interesting, but not really useful for what we're doing. Thank you, though. I noticed the armor over there. Sorry about the mess. Are you in for something a little more magical? Myself? Well, any of you. What have you got? He takes the broom-looking thing, and he sets it down in front of you. And kind of it's a long handle, kind of curves off at the top. And it has a hinge sort of at the bottom, and then it's got basically this kind of a mound at the, at the bottom half. So it very much looks like a broom, except that it's kind of metal. And he holds it up, and you can see that there's kind of a spindly thing inside. And he says, this is a mechanical broom flying. I've got another buyer, so it's not cheap. You said broom of flying? Mm-hmm. So someone could ride this broom and fly? Mm-hmm. Works pretty good. How much are you looking for, for the broom? Well... 
this is a pretty special item and it's a little bit again I've got another buyer so I'm charging a little more than I probably would on a regular day but again good item it's something that would keep stay with you it doesn't need any maintenance or anything like that because of the enchantments on it it'd be 2400 hmm. when is this other buyer coming through oh hopefully sometime today <laughs> yeah is that buyer named general sales tactics 101 <laughs> oh you lost me there what is one too much math I, it was just an expression my brother always used from the i thought you would know it was when my brother went to the academy he always came back and said something about 101 classes <laughs> i don't recall those Huh. I'll think about it. If if I come back and it's still here, I might possibly purchase it. But All right, well, we'll if you need to sell it to the other soon. person, you can do so. Fair enough. We're going to move over to the jewelry shop, too, just to see if there's anything of interest over there. Sure. As we're walking to the jewelry shop, I turn to Relop and say, Hey, are these gnomish you know, trinkets, these things pretty solid? Yeah, they're pretty solid, yeah. They're made really, of metal. You really think that room could fly? That is interesting. Well, there's one way to find out. Yeah, that's true. Asking for a demonstration, because yeah. if you pay the gold, you're not out of anything. <laughs> I say, my brother tried doing the same thing, and he broke his leg. <laughs> oh, the dwarves might have actually had it's something awesome. Merc was looking for. Would they have just the... <laughs> <laughs> like a quiver that he could like attach to the armor like over the shoulder? What the proper term would be for like a bolt carrier? The continual flame torch is what he's like. Something to hold gotcha. that. Yeah, they could do something like that, I'm sure. And they also mentioned that you could go down to... Talk to Gary at the at the farrier's shop, and he probably could tighten it up for you a little bit. He can work with that. Sure. That, so. I don't worry about it on my own. Thanks. Basically, what you find out at the at jewelry shop is that they they only have a couple of formulas for things. So basically, they could craft a couple things. Oh, they don't have anything prepared. They don't have okay. anything with them that you could basically set up a stone of good luck from them and where you basically put money down and then and then come back later for it and there's also an option it's an expensive option but there's an option for a ring of spell storing but again you would basically put in that case it would be 2000 down and then 10000 on delivery okay and the way all these places cuz there are a few places that will do things like that here let will you know say we'll we'll do it a little commission for you yeah the way it works is like they'll give you a time frame and then if you don't come back it's theirs it's like kind of like a pawn shop it's not in my price range in even close to it so that's fine i was looking for like a ring of protection that's fine i don't have anything else okay so we just move on to the gun shop if you want to all right Gun shop, are you just looking for bullets, I'm assuming? Yeah. Someone, my guy, I'm just looking for some bullets and maybe a holster. Right. May I? Yeah, I hand it over to him. Takes it and kind of looks through it a little bit. It's going to be a piece of crap watch. <laughs> Does you mind if I give this a little bit of a tune-up? Uh, I won't, no. tra- won't charge you anything. You're looking. At, you're you're going to buy some ammunition, right? Yeah. I'm afraid this thing will blow up on you. So let me, let me give me a couple minutes. And he takes it and he sort of gets out little tools and tinkers. He's got these little tiny hammers and things that he's using. And he kind of straightens something out inside of it. And then he takes out a bullet, pops it in, pulls it. Doesn't actually shoot it, right? But you know. But he's kind of checking out how it feels. Then he pops it back out, puts it back. I think that'll work good. Work well for you now. All right. Excellent. How much is the ammunition? I sell it in groups of tens, three gold a pop. Three gold for a group of ten, you say? Mm-hmm. And well, 30 gold for 100. You got that? 100 rounds? Well, get me pretty low, but I, you know, I'll, I think I could probably do that. What kind of holster are you looking for? One I can put on my belt so I can pull it out when I need it. How about something like this? He's got a couple options. He slaps one down. So it seems like it'd go with the belt you got. Sure. Sounds great. All right. 
You know what? Since you're buying so much from me, I'll go ahead and throw the holster in. All right. Just remember me when you come back through. I'm always here. Always. Oh, I, I hear that they move around quite a bit now. Yeah, here. some of them do, but I've, I've been here a long time. What other kind of guns does he have? Muskets and pistols. Are there any of them like revolvers or anything like that? Or is that a thing that exists? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope, they're all single shot. Like, you gotta have one free hand okay. to put the bullet in sort of thing. All these little shops we go to, Lacan does want to ask him if they, that yeah. same question over yeah. again. Yeah, nobody seems to bite on that. But several people mentioned the halfling. Do any more of those people mention that halfling? Yeah, probably one more. It seems that you don't see a lot of halflings here. Okay. Definitely, like, the number of halflings is shortened. The number of high orcs has shortened. Certainly, there's been a few, but very, very few. And you haven't seen another Saradin besides you two. Okay. Are we getting a lot of awkward looks? Not awkward, but they do note you. It's not like they've never seen one, but they're just not as... People wearing a bunch of hats around here, like yeah. cowboy hats? Well, I mean, you know, brimmed <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wide brimmed hats. Lucan wants to get a hat. <laughs> All right. You're going to wear it over your Over home. your existing health. Oh, yeah, I got the helmet, though. I have the helmet. <laughs> Never mind. Lucan's not getting that. I forgot. He's <laughs> picture I forgot. He just loves the Lucan with yeah. a helmet in one hand and a hat in the other, and he's like, Never mind. Yeah, nope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Both of them. Just <laughs> so, uh, Lucan wants to talk to Relop while they're walking around and checking out shops, and he says, Relop, did you notice that, you know, me asking everybody if they'd seen anybody? It, it, the only thing they mention is that halfling. Yeah. Do you, did you know him? The halfling in the bar? Yeah. No. Did you get a I mean, good feel for him? I I think I might. Sounds like a town drunk. Or he could be another Sanger. I might. I hope we can find him again, because I wouldn't mind seeing if he triggers a fiend for me or anything, right? I mean, you can. I, don't, I didn't get that vibe from him. Yeah. Sounded like a halfling that just needed a beer. Yeah. Well, if you happen to see him, yeah, I'll point him out around. Let me know. Great. And anywhere else you want to go? On the way back, I'm gonna fall behind and pick up that broom. Yeah. You gonna buy the broom? Yeah. All right. <laughs> and and <laughs> I would also like to see if I can't talk him into putting in a uh, music box along with it. Like throwing in a, yeah. a music box with it? Yeah. He's more than happy to throw in nice. a music box with it. Let's get Relap really drunk tonight and get him on that broom. I'm going to go ahead and just immediately toss it in the uh, haversack. <laughs> I'll get it's like it. a small book. A lot of yeah. I'll get a card stock. Well, the broom of flying has yeah. a lot of tags. Yeah, I also added a lot of fluff to it. I thought it was fun. It, it's a broom it's of flying. It's basically a flying vacuum, right? Like he's he's going to straddle a vacuum in a sense. <laughs> Oh, and it like yeah, it's gonna look like it. And it works as a vacuum, and then when you turn it on to fly, it shoots all the dust and crap behind you for a minute before That's you take awesome. off. So it just leaves this big. So pile it's basically of a magical Dyson, is yeah. what you're saying. Nice. <laughs> all right. All right. Wow. That just happened. So yeah, we're, uh, that happened. <laughs> you just got a wow epic mount. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what are we doing? We hadn't... I rolled magic, magic broom for it, and I was like, what would a gnomish do? You know, and I'm like, oh, awesome. <laughs> Flying mechanical broom. What do you guys want to do now? I don't know if there's anything else in town. We're just looking for... We were going to do another night sweep of everything for the locate spell, so yeah. if yeah. we're just doing that... We'll do an evening sweep and, and then go get drunk. Well, when, yeah. when, that, when the uh, powder keg gets rowdy, nice crowded, I'm going to check that area out, too. Oh, okay. yeah, that's a good idea. S- see if I can sense them. 
Okay. We can end the search there if we want to, just to round it out and then mm-hmm. be there by the time we finish. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, are yeah, you guys yeah. going to stay at the powder keg later, or are you going to go back to We're the, the, the rooms at the other bonds. place. All right, so just for the sake of brevity, your search doesn't turn anything up. Mm-hmm. And so unless you want to spend any time at the powder keg, we'll just go to the bondsman. Why not just go to the bondsman? That's fine. Yeah. So did I do my search in the powder keg? Yeah, like yeah. it's, no. yep. Okay. Just for speed's sake, because there's other things that I'm no hoping. Relatively close enough that I'd imagine you'd probably pick up. Uh, 60 feet. Mm. A thousand for locate creature. Do I see that blonde halfling? Yeah, he's in the bondsman. Okay, and then I use my divine sense of him. Nothing? Nope. Okay, worth he, a shot. He does try to talk somebody into buying him a drink while you're doing that. And Hulk, you notice that this guy's... A little bit of a thief. You can see that he's, he's mm-hmm. kind of palming something. Um, you yeah, the there. moment I see him start to reach out towards anyone besides Lucan in the party, <laughs> I'm going to stop. Good him. distinction. Good distinction. <laughs> all right, so we're all sitting at the bondsman. Jake is a little bit drunk himself. This guy really <laughs> likes his whiskey. His wife is actually working there as well. She's a redhead with curly hair. Do I see any other uh, wizards? Well, we're your arcana. Okay. 23. You do notice a female dwarf that has a couple of things on her that make you think that maybe she's a spellcaster. Like, it's hard, okay. you know, because not everybody's walking around in robes. So sure, sure, tell. sure. But there's something about her mannerisms and, the, and her, kind of the trinkets she has that makes you think maybe she's... So you're all sitting at the bondsman and... The hearth is nice and warm. It's a little bit chilly. Mm. Did anybody ask the date? So what is the date? Somebody tells you it's Falsum 7. Okay. Which doesn't actually make any sense. It's too long? You were in the forest way too long for it to to only be Falsum 7. Well, that was fortuitous. Something with the roaming wood changed time? Well, we went back in time. Suppose. Like if it's Falsum Seven, that means that you were gone for two weeks. You were you were gone for longer than two weeks. Right. Mm. Is it still the same year? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Good question. A year yes. in two weeks. Oh. <laughs> the it forest, like, the roaming wood could have moved us right. further into the forest. I mean, it's yeah. Now we're trying to rationalize things we don't possibly yeah. understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bizarre. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun. It happened. It sucked. Let's not do that again. Well, you lived, and we did a good thing. Zane, you notice at the table there's another... On the table, somebody has carved in that symbol with the wings and the horns. Near me or on the side or under it? It's just on the table in front of you. Oh, like right in front of me? Yeah, like every once in a while somebody will carve into a table at a a bar, that kind of thing, and that's what's happened. So she'll kind of push like a plate aside of food or something like that, look at it. Is this what was on the church? Well, it looks like it. Does it look like a fresh carving? No. You feel like it's probably been there for a while. Reach over and hit one of the... Kind of tap one of the locals, like, on on the arm. Okay. The halfling turns around. Yeah! Hey! Oh, God. It, is it... What's his name? Reefer Man? Uh, Reedy. Oh, Reedy. <laughs> hey, for copper. What is that symbol on the table? He looks at you, and he kind of looks at the rest of you. Copper? Reedy. I gave you a lot of money. Oh, fine. You're not Perians, are you? You don't look like Perians. Let's just pretend we're not and move this conversation along. Because <laughs> I feel like you'd know. It's the Varenus. The Varenus? Varenus. Varenus. You never the, heard of the Varenus? With a V? 
Yeah. Should I do your religion check for this? You could, yeah, but you're, he's probably, probably going to have to tell you. It's kinda he's going to have to tell you. It's out of your scope. <laughs> so the Varanus are a group that don't believe the Perian's real. You don't, you never heard of Varanus? We're from Lissite lands. They, they hide that stuff, don't they? Yeah, so they, they believe that the whole thing with the Battle of the Slab was falsified, that it was a, a, a demon. Some, like, I don't know what he's called, like a Ardenium, like, I think. Ardenium the, the Fire Lord or something like that. And some believe that it was some deceiver demon that I can't remember the name of. But a lot of people around here believe that it's all part of a plan to, to break up the Lucite Church, right? Like trying to find ways to create chaos and, the, and maybe bring down the new, the new empire. Interesting. By disbelieving in Pyrian, they think they will bring down the Lucite Church? No, they're no, saying the Pyrians are trying to bring down the Lucite Church. They believe, they believe oh, that the whole thing with, with, with the, the, that it, the Pyrians are being fooled. They don't think the Pyrians are bad inherently. They think that the Pyrians are being fooled. It wasn't Pyrian. It was a demon. Fiery wings, right? So the only hmm. Pyrian's a real person, or what? I don't know. Some people say they think he's dead. Oh, well, the gods came back. Why wouldn't he be back? Or, you know, what's the word? Fallen? Yeah, sure. Huh. Yeah, can't believe they don't know anything about Baroness over there. You should go tell those Lucites when you go back east. I ain't telling them yeah, crap. We'll make, a, we'll make a point of that. Are you one of them? Oh, no. So they just leave Not a parent either. I, you know, I got my own. He kind of holds up his pint. He says, I, I, I got my own loyalties. Oh, yeah, I toast him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like halfway there before yeah. you get there. He's like, ah, I uh, see that. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. I give him a copper. <laughs> as promised. He takes it. So what's the plan? I don't know. This demon isn't here. The tiefling or whatever it is isn't here. Do we wait for it? Or do we move on? Like we got more pressing issues. I agree. We've warned yeah. all authorities. We've set out a bounty. We can put it yeah. up behind the bar. Let someone look for him. I mean, yeah. we've searched this place twice now. Yeah, and he, and he could have easily just came through town, and or maybe he just went mm-hmm. around the town. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We didn't exactly follow the tracks all the way here either. We, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll sleep here tonight. In the morning, I'll leave the bounty for him, and we'll make our way towards Fire's Heart. Yeah. Oh, sure. Right. Sounds like a plan. Wonderful. All right. So if we're getting back on the road and traveling, I'm going to make sure that I don't remember most of this night. Hmm. I haven't had any of the fire whiskey yet. Well, here's your chance. We'll just slide that right over. Huh. So make your way up to the bar and get one. Yeah. Uh, Lucana's not going to drink tonight. <laughs> so, Zan. Are you up at the bar? Yeah. Okay. I'd follow her up, I guess. Sure. And Lucan's right next to you still. Oh, man. come on. <laughs> Are you following her to the bar from the table? Yeah, Lucan's been purposefully at your side a foot okay. away the entire day. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so she's up at the bar with Lucan. Mm-hmm. And Merrick and Hulk. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 Like, Try to table. Like, wedge between <laughs> Zan and Luke. <laughs> what are you doing, Hulk? Uh, hey, bud. What's going on? How about, like, giving your sister a little space? He just looks around. You can tell he's nervous. He's, you can tell yeah, he's nervous. Yeah, I know. We're all in the same room. I, I'm, I'm fine right here. It's, it's no big deal. Let's sit down and play a card game. You want to play a card game? Sure. All right. All right. I'm going to lead him away to all a, right. a table. Lego set the card. Yep. I want to show him what us uh, lowly common folk play. <laughs> all right. King's Ante. Yep. 
You can tell he's like super spacey. He keeps looking around the yeah. room. Tell you what, I'll even let you look over my shoulder to keep an eye on her. <laughs> he's gonna take you for a ride. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, Zan. She's just kind of spinning the glass on the bar a little bit. I didn't really mean to yell. Even when I was an officer in the Silver Swords, I didn't like yelling. It doesn't do any good. I agree. I'm sorry. I will admit, I haven't been forthcoming with you, but I've also told you very little on truce, and then they were always with their intent of protecting Relot. I don't need a wizard who is a friend disappearing on me because the church thinks he's evil. I was scared when he disappeared too, but he he just lied to my face about where he was. I don't know why he did that. That's uh, something you'd have to talk to him about. I've been meaning to, but I keep putting it off, hoping it resolves itself. Well, I think our yelling match proved that putting it off isn't going to get us anywhere. <laughs> I suppose not. I shall drink. Slam the glass on the table upside down. So is there anything you would like to know about me, or...? I'm having difficulty trusting the two of you for these reasons. And I obviously value your help in whatever we're doing, and I did not mean to insult everything you did at night's day. I, we wouldn't have made it without any of you, but I can tell when you're lying to me, when both of you are lying to me, and if if it keeps happening, I don't know how I'm supposed to be able to trust you. There's things that I'm embarrassed. I don't want to admit to. I'm afraid to admit to myself. <laughs> I know a thing or two about that. She'll like order another one. So you certainly appreciate why we wouldn't necessarily be forthcoming with these things. Yes. And Relop was more open. And I do want to promise you I went up those stairs because I was concerned about our friend. Because I've seen far too many times people like that boy do things that were unexpected and far below dishonorable. And there was no way for you to go. I was concerned for a friend. We're friends? Why wouldn't we be friends? We survived Night's Day together. I just didn't know if either of you trusted me. It's been slow. Yeah. In a lot of ways, you and your brother represent everything that's wrong with Woods in. We really need to go there sometime and try to fix things, I guess, if that's the case. Yeah. Maybe. Have we not proved to you how different we are than that? I think you and your brother are different. Well, you certainly, maybe. <laughs> yeah, if you could leave Lucan alone a little bit, that would be helpful, too. To drink again. Another class down. Well, I've seen it. I'm concerned about getting the supplies. Now I'll tell you what my concern is. Okay. I'm concerned we're feeding the rich and we're going to leave the poor hungry. Well, I suppose so. And then how do I solve that other than going there myself and personally handing it out? I don't... So do you want me not to try? I'm not telling you not to try. I'm just voicing a concern. Okay. I, I appreciate that as well. I'm also concerned about that. But... If I could just be doing this instead of worrying about Tam Fairdwin hunting me, I have to get her away from me. I can't be constantly scared of assassins and cultists coming after me. I can't live with Lucan standing a foot away from me. 
No, actually, I think he's on your uh, apron strings, not that he's worried about you. <laughs> he's using you as a protection, the one thing that's familiar to him. You think I'm protecting him? Yeah, in this case. <laughs> he will never admit it, I bet. No, no, he will not. Hold, what, what do you think Merck and Xan are talking about? Um, I'm willing to bet they're addressing the uh, earlier conversation from today. I should probably go up there. No, you shouldn't. I think I should. No, it was between them. Is this still about her hair? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Let it go, Luke. I'm not worried about her hair at all. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to wait until, like, people start turning in. And Zan starts to go up. I'm going to walk over to her. Got a second? It's the night of everybody speaking to me. Yes. (laughs) What can I do for you? Lucan's right there, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Just like right by her shoulder. It's like, hi. The sun rising over her shoulder. By the way, Lucan's the one that's not drunk either. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Zan's had a few, but not. She's not getting like torn up or anything like that. No, she's not loaded. Yes? Uh. <laughs> like you were doing yeah. something. I was like, Lucan's like, like, hey guys. I, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> hey, uh, Lucan. Yeah. Can I have a word? <laughs> sure. He walks over to relax. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a little kid. Come over here. Uh-huh. You want a chicken, chicken, chicken? You want a cookie? I'll let you guys go. Then we can have to go back to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've been thinking what you, you and Merck. Uh, the conversation earlier today. I'm sorry if it it wasn't directed at you. I didn't. No, I mean, make you uncomfortable or you do present a good point. You know, there I is. I do. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we are all kind of holding from each other, <laughs> and a lot of what we've gone through is you know probably more than even families in a lifetime will deal with. I suppose. And while I can't be forthright all the time i want you to be aware that a lot of my secrets will eventually come up in due time i just don't think some of them are ready to be brought up yet i wasn't demanding anything of you 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 may not tell me the truth all the time i understand that but you're not trying to fool me or anything you're not doing it in the way they were doing it if that makes sense true but you also don't know everything. No, I'm painfully aware of that. Right. It's part of my nature to try to find out, though, <laughs> and sometimes that causes these problems. And I understand that. Hmm. And it's a trait that I admire in you. God, why? <laughs> it's honestly in the area I grew up, it was very uncommon Hmm. and it's a nice change and you know maybe you will eventually change my opinion on some members of the church (laughs) but I got this and I'm going to pull out the little clockwork owl and I want you to have this as kind of a reminder to know that uh, I care about both you and your brother as much as he may not think about it you sure really need to tell him this sort of thing. I really don't think I could stomach him if he were to hear this. <laughs> he thinks you hate him. <laughs> he doesn't understand the subtlety, but 
I'm trying to help I him, know. but... We, we both understand that he doesn't pick up on subtlety. <sighs> no, I know. I'm trying so hard to help him. But I want this to be, you know, somewhat of an abstract reminder that eventually I can share more with you. Don't know the best way to do it yet. She'll take the owl from you and kind of look at it in her hand for a little bit. And who knows... You can use it to distract your brother every now and then. <laughs> he would absolutely love this, by the way. But Yes. If there's anything you need, please let me know. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you for the gift. Good night. And I'm just going to head upstairs. Oh, she's going to give you a hug first. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> like, as you're going, she will give you... And it's like a lighter, like, oh, yeah, the yeah, Lucan yeah. hug that you hate so much. Yeah. But... <laughs> Hey, what's up, Relop? <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Didn't you say you wanted me to stop over? I glance over at uh, Holgan, Zan talking. Oh, yeah. You know I know that the yelling wasn't about the hair, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And... Piecing it together throughout the day, I'm guessing that your sister's not really a big fan of Mark and I. Well, it was... (laughs) I don't even know what to say. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. This may sound really weird, but... Zan had some secret relationship and all this and that. And you see how Zan and Holg are hugging right now? (laughs) Are Zan and... Is is Hulk the secret if relationship? If it's okay, you don't need to you don't need to worry about that. I think that's between your sister and Hulk. I don't know if that's what they were talking about. I don't care, but I've seen more than probably you or your sister put together. I've seen just armies of centaurs and Padrax beyond count. I understand that your society values the church and abhors magic and I get that but before night's day do you remember when we decided to split up and I think this is where your problem with splitting the party came up when we split up and your sister was sequestered in the cathedral yeah and we went up there and we started talking to her in her little cell yeah you don't recall everything about that conversation from the look on you, do you? No. All right. <laughs> I don't remember a whole lot of it myself, but one thing did stick out in my head. Your sister said that she wanted to turn me in. Your church, being an outlander in a foreign land. Yeah. You understand why I have some trust issues? Yeah, I get it. All right. Give this to your sister. Say you bought it for her. Hand her a hand over the broom. You okay. do this strange contraption. You got that for your sister. You're a very thoughtful brother. I didn't know. No, 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 no. It came from you. You got this for your sister. <laughs> You're a very thoughtful brother. He's so confused. That's also right going now. to buy me about an extra 10 or 15 feet between you and your sister from now on, okay? Your sister doesn't need your help with everything. He's just so confused. He is so confused right now. Good night, Lucan. <laughs> Good night, Relop. 
Huh. <laughs> All right. So, everybody's going to go to sleep in the bondsman. The next morning, they will give the contract to Jake and say, we're going to leave this here in case anyone does find him. You know, if, if this red tiefling or this beast shows up here and somebody is able to kill it, then there's a price on its head. Zan, are you wanting to go to the church? Yeah, I would try to go to the fire chapel in the morning. I'd try to maybe sneak out of the room just so Lucan doesn't follow me. Oh, sure. <laughs> and I roll right, well, just, we'll have her roll her stealth, and then you can roll your perception. Or perception. Would I be wearing armor? Yeah. I'd be I wearing... actually rolled over a single digit. Well, are you sleeping at the time, though? Like, he'd be sleeping when you're doing this, right? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Go ahead and roll with the disadvantage as well, because you're sleeping. Okay. I got a six. I got an 11. Yeah. All right, you do see that she's creeping out. You're, you're completely, like... In bed, though, you don't have any armor yeah. on or anything. Oh, hey, where are you going, Zan? She's kind of sized herself. I wanted to go see the Pyrian Chapel. I wanted to just learn a little bit about the religion. Speak to the gentleman there. L- let me go with you. Okay. <laughs> Give me one second. Sure. Side note, with a passive perception of 17, am I hearing this noise in the room <laughs> over? In your own room? You're drunk, buddy. You've got a huge hang. <laughs> I mean, I honestly have no interest in going to the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't roll 17s, right? So yeah. we'll call it, yeah. I'm a 14. That. Did I hear it? <laughs> I did not roll well. Yeah. Here, go ahead. We, go all, ahead. we all just come out. <laughs> <on. laughs> yeah, so I, th- I think it'd be fair to say you'd have the option if you want to listen in. Uh, yeah, I'll listen to the conversation. And then the moment I realize they're talking about going to that church, I'm just going to roll back over. Oh, <laughs> okay. Doesn't take long. All right. So do you actually wait for him? Yeah. Wait for okay. Him. Hey, did uh, you and Merck figure things out last night? I saw mm-hmm. you talking at the bar. We're a bit closer to an understanding, but yes, we'll be able to avoid shouting matches in the near future. I'm sorry for that, Luke. I really okay. am. I don't want to make things harder for us while we're traveling with these people. I, I have, I have some issues with certain things and. Well, if they weren't our friends, they would have ditched us a long time ago. <laughs> I suppose. Unless we still were of use to them or something, but I'm trying my best not to think that way. Okay. Alright, well... I would like to meet a period and clergy member, if possible, just to get a basic understanding of the religion before we go into their capital city. Sounds I was good. trying to give you a little chance to sleep, but you're welcome to come with me if you want. I know you want to. Yeah, I'll be with you. Oh, Hold gave me this, by the way, and she'll pull out the little owl. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. It was very thoughtful of him. Hmm. <laughs> no, we're not seeing each other. And she'll walk past. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, so... Is that the... Is that that broom thing? Yes. And he... Did Hulk steal it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna oh, knock on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Rude! <laughs> oh, I can hear you, you know. <laughs> he is everywhere. Unless Speak you, of the until you need him. Until you need him. All right. So, where, um, where did this come from? Did you? Long story short, is Relap gave it to me, said to give it to you, but tell him it was from me. But you know, I can't lie about anything. So, huh? Here you are. I mean, I was mildly curious about it. I don't know if I. Wow. Okay. That's well, a wonderful peace offering from him, I suppose. Yeah. It has a little parchment attached to it okay. with the password. And the password is... What was that password again? What was the code again? Oh, yeah. What, what was, was the code that again? code again? That's awesome. And oh. when, you, when you say that, the little buttons on it push the code in for you. 
Do do the buttons just go one, two, <laughs> something like three. that? Yeah. It's like something an idiot would have in their luggage. Okay. Yeah, that's my, that's yeah. my <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I was way off. Well, he wanted you to not tell it was from him, so I won't say anything to him about it. But yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, it is. It is. <sighs> anyway, until the other buyer comes looking for you. Yeah. Right. All right. I mean, I guess we'll have to put it in the bag of later. Let's just keep it here for now. We'll come back for it. Sure. Okay. So we'll make our way out to the chapel. Okay. All right. When you get to the chapel, you see that the graffiti has been kind of, it's still a little bit there. They probably have to paint over it. I was going to look for that to see how it was. It's been scrubbed at, you know, so it's like this orange smear on the white paint and the doors are unlocked. So you can just walk right in like you would, well, you, before night's day, you would have at at one of the cathedrals. Yeah. And it's a surprisingly small little space. This is like a little wooden, mm-hmm. just like Wild a West Church kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. just a small chapel. Uh, is there a tithing box? Uh huh. Yep. Okay. Just I'm just going in. to drop. I'm going to drop all my silver. I got two thousand seven. He's going to do it one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> as he's doing that, noise. The preacher comes over, and and you can see that there's an altar. It's you know it's just funny because it's you're so used to the church just yeah. being like this giant centerpiece in the town and it is definitely not in this town. Yeah. And there's an altar at the front. The altar has a little font with fire coming up on it. The basic setup of the room is very much like a lucite church. I mean, you know, the, with an altar at the front, pews coming along, the tithing box in the back. There's, a little lectern for the preacher. Yeah, so, yep. Yeah. It's very similar to what you're used to because, uh, you know, most Pyrians came from Lucites. They mm. were Lucites first, typically. And Is uh, there, like, a gun where the sword is supposed to be? Like you, No, no, that, that's the one difference is okay. that, there's, that there's this font with fire, and oh, okay. that's kind of the centerpiece I see, I see, there. I see, I see, I see. But there is no, like, you actually don't see any guns. Believe it or, you know, you kind of were expecting that. Yeah, she don't, was. You don't but really do, we, see, do we see crosshairs? There's a few sort of in the uh, sort of painted as symbols. Okay. And in fact, as you get closer, there's one. And when you get to the fire, or as you get closer, the fire kind of covers it. But there is one on the on the wall behind the altar. But the fire sort of is in okay. front Covering of it. Most, it. Cool. Yeah, when you first come in. And the same preacher with this sort of blonde hair that came and looked at you with the fire. Oh, the guy hands, outside, the young man. He's, he's okay. apparently the preacher, and he comes up and again he just looks sort of normal he's not in any vestments he's just got sort of peasant's clothes on sleeves rolled up and he says why thank you very much for your tithing absolutely I, and he kind of looks about you know looks at both of you yeah. looks at your swords and things and says are you lucites we are yes what brings you to crosshair post we're traveling through to visit fire's heart this is our first time in a Pyrian chapel we were hoping to learn a little bit about your religion before we go to the center of your religion. <laughs> what can you tell us about what you do here? You know, our, our basic belief system when it comes to the Pyrian Church is just that the fire is cleansing and that we are another piece of the puzzle. One of the big things, that, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but one of the things that we've often been taught by the Lucites is, is that they're, they're kind of the answer. The Lucite will keep people and, and the order will keep people safe. And we believe that we have to fight the darkness one way or another. And if that means that we need to use technologies and fire and magics, then we'll do whatever we can to win. 
because the darkness is out there. Kind of look over to Lucan and kind of smile a little bit. Yeah, he, he's very interested. His eyes kind of light up a bit. We know a thing or two about this darkness you speak of. We're trying to fight it too. I've heard rumors that there are things moving out in the wilderness that maybe hadn't been previously. The First Men's Forest is very dangerous for us on our way here. Yeah, a lot of giant kenner coming out and attacking people. They're banding together. And we've attacked several of the raiding parties that were there, but there are still many of more of them out there. Had you heard anything about Night's Day several months ago? Only rumors. So there was no eclipse up here? The theory, because it was in Modesta, correct? Modesta 6. The theory that I have heard from my superiors is that something interfered with the eclipse somehow. I don't know if it meant somehow overcast that night and for whatever reason that didn't affect us. Mm. But we never saw an eclipse, at least not here. And Fire's Heart reports similar things. Did anybody report anything on the day? Anything unusual? I don't know about that day specifically. It kind of came and went, and then people talked about it after the fact. Hmm. But there was, there since has been a lot of reports of things happening outside the walls. One thing that we do have here at the post is security. It's, it's a pretty secure spot. And so we thankfully haven't had to deal with a lot in, inside the walls. We have felt safe here, so thank you for extending that hospitality to us. Certainly. They, I mean, it's, it's really... I just cast the spells and do what I'm told. Hmm. When you met us outside the gates, you cast a flame in your hand and looked through it. What was that for? I was looking for evil. Oh. Okay. I didn't find it. Well, that's, <laughs> that's good at least. <laughs> Do you do that for everyone that comes in, or only for the people that camp outside your walls overnight? I think that the deputies are leery of people that come in the night. I see. I don't know if that would have happened if the gates were open when you when you approached, but they were a little weird. They thought it was strange. She'll recap the story of, of the uh, tribal attack. Okay. And the tiefling and the shapeshifter and yeah. that we were tracking it in this direction. And that, that was what brought us here on top of the fact that we were moving our way through Fire's Heart. So okay. she's yeah, just going to recap that, that if he wants to look for something like that, it might be right. worth You out. see him do a sort of a cross sign, which is very similar to the sword thing that you yeah. do. Yeah. Similar idea, but it's the crosshair that he's doing. Sure. So you might want to be careful and check more of the travelers, especially any of them traveling alone. That might be dangerous. You could certainly do that same spell and try to find them, but they destroyed an entire camp of tribal people, and I don't know what it would do in a city like this. I'll talk to Sheriff Polvos and see if I can make sure that he's involving me a little bit. Wonderful. A bounty has been set at the Bondsman for any bounty hunters you would like to send in that direction. We've also sweeped your city twice in an attempt to locate that creature specifically, and we have not found it. So it may have moved past, but it might still be on its way, and I just want you to be careful. We are leaving today, and I didn't want to leave you unprepared. In Night's Day in Lucidum, if there's any details that I can give you, I will be happily tell you what happened, but Nock is making a return to our world. He was trying to take over Lucidum on Night's Day, and we managed to slow him down or at least stop him temporarily, but he's still coming. I will tell Violet or whoever this woman is that I need to go speak to about this in Fire's Heart, but you could be one of our first line of defense on the way there. He kind of smirks and he says, Indigo. 
Indigo, I'm sorry. It was one of those colors. Do you know her? Have you met her? I have, yes. Would she take that news well? Would she believe me? Tell me your story. And, you know, you sort of go through the whole thing. Halfway through, she'll turn to Lucan. She's like, I'll be fine here. Get the others and bring them. They can corroborate the story. He says, yeah, um, I think I'm going to do some praying for a little bit first. And then he asks the preacher, he's like, you don't mind? And he points at a few. He says, absolutely not. Okay. So he'll so sit while Lucan, she tells the whole story? Yeah, Lucan's going to sit. Cool. Get his prayer beads out and pray. <laughs> Still has a tally. So eventually you, you get to the end of the story yeah. and he says, I, if you tell her that story, I think she'll believe it. Okay. I will do so. But now you know and spread the information as well as you can to the people that need to know. Well, I thank you for alerting us. I'm just a, I'm a very small fish in a very small pond, but... So was I once. So we'll make our way out, however long it took to do that. Sure. So as they're coming out, I go in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, Mark. (laughs) What's up? I'll introduce the preacher. What was the preacher? Colin. Brother Colin. Brother Colin. Brother Colin, this is my friend, Mercenary. And she'll make her way past him. If you want to be formal. (laughs) I am going to put... How many silver? He's going to one-up me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2,475. Just get punched in the face. <laughs> no, I put 53 gold, 1,196 silver, and 239 copper. Okay. You guys totally just like gave them more than it's they've oddly, gotten yeah, in the last know. year. Yeah. Like that's, you know. Get yourself a new chapel. Like all <laughs> Make it real big and grandiose. You get the impression that this place is, you know, it's very much run by this company. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then the sheriffs seem to work kind of for the company. Yeah. And so he's he's not really in charge here at all. He's just, yeah. you know. Just a dude. They yeah, speak just... back to Fire's Heart, but that's about Which is why I think she likes the best that she gave the information to this guy. Mm-hmm. Just to have him be like the grassroots movement on it versus the people in power who won't do anything or not pay attention or listen. Right. That's why she targeted the sheriff because are you like he didn't believe <laughs> yeah, he didn't believe it. <laughs> You're dealing with a very isolated people too. Like it, you know, when you go to somebody who's like not run into any issues, yeah. they're not gonna believe you. No, you no, know? no. They need something to rattle their wall a little bit. Okay. So we'll leave the bounty on the at the bar and okay. get the thing. Do you need to do anything you at the do. church or you just wanted to be involved? I mean, yeah, well, I wanted to get rid of the, the gold amongst other things. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does He does here. sit there and pray a little bit. It was just for the narrative point. Like, it doesn't need to be like okay. any major discussions. Okay. There's a little, little prayer there and Colin, you know, just talks you up a little bit like whatever you're willing to do, but like he's not going to interrupt you as you're praying. All right. Okay. So, we're going to saddle up and leave town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to uh, grab Jake real quick and uh, ask him if they've got a uh, messenger or mail type service. I could send a messenger. I could find somebody. It's a distance. Where? South of the forest. Oh, I don't know that we actually have that right now. Sometimes we do, but we're kind of in between couriers. Okay. There's a story there, but he's not going to tell you. (laughs) You think they'd be able to do that at Fireheart? I do, yes. Okay, I'll get it there. Fire's a little more equipped. Says good luck to you. All right, so you saddle up at the farriers, head west out out the western gates. The gates on the 
west side are interesting because they don't look like gates. They look like the logs, and they're basically they're on two sides of the fence. There's this sort of like camouflaged gates where it just looks like big logs, and they kind of like roll back on themselves hmm. to open up. It's pretty pretty elaborate. It's pretty like clever in the way they worked it out. They didn't bother doing that up the north and the south because it's clearly a road running into it, and so it's like, why try to hide the gate? Mm-hmm. But the, the ones on the sides are hidden. And they let you out, and you head west along the plains. And the first, it's about, it's about a week to Fire's Heart from here, and about the second day in, it's kind of cool, it's getting to be fall, and you come across the herd of the western kind, the, the cattle. And you'd kind of been warned at one point. Yeah. you got to be a little careful about this. Akhtur told her specifically about it. So she'll warn everybody about what Akhtur said. Survey roll, take a animal handling. You're going to, you're not actually handling them, but you're going to try to remain very calm as they go by. These things look like crosses between buffalo and like large bulls, right? Mm -hmm. Like they look more like cattle, but they really have a build more like a buffalo. And they really stare people down as they come by and just you know sort of like put hooves into the ground and are they like right by the road catch up dirt yeah i mean there's honestly like a pretty large herd coming by at one point (laughs) and so the you just sort of have to stop gotcha and wait because it's gonna it's crossing your path okay did anybody anybody roll really terribly i rolled a nine (laughs) point two nine's the lowest i got a 20 so okay 13 yeah you that, that's fine because you know if anybody rolled really badly, I would have tried to see if something weird happened. Right. But yeah, they very much watched you. In fact, it, it's almost like some of them sort of stop and just you know give you the evil eye as the herd passes. And then once the herd passes, it's like Make eventually sure go off. or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm imagining that Luke was going out to reach one, and we're all like, you, <laughs> right, right. yeah, like you definitely get the impression if this herd decided it was going to go after you, it would be a It'd be terrible. Like you right. would probably not survive, and so luckily you you got yourselves got got the herd passed. Just to be cleared, mm-hmm. just because it's never been covered in the narrative, Merrick would have gotten the on these nights. He would have gotten his armor's kit out and like had been attaching that quiver to the back of the. Oh, okay, and then also he would be reading that booklet that he had gotten from Pyrian one. The, the, yeah, the Pyrian one. Once he got it, scripture. Gotten, yeah, he'd be reading that. Okay, uh, just. Never been touched, but I just want to make yeah. sure that he's been doing that. Okay. So on the fourth day, you can clearly see something along the road. Now, this road, by the way, is like a dirt road. It's a glorified trail once you headed west. Are these from plains we're walking through? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Kind of just slightly rolling plains. And along the road, there is, it looks like a, possibly a wagon from afar, but it's stopped. Well, the last time we saw one of these, we were attacked by Shark Naga. Yep. I don't see any rivers or bodies no. of water around, so we, we should be safe. We might be safe. <laughs> it's can, t- can Tucker go scout ahead? Sure. And he's in owl form? Yeah. All right, so he Tucker flies over, and there is a bloodbath here. There's some sort of, looks like some sort of maybe chemicals on the ground. There's a big pool of stuff. In addition to a lot of blood, there's body parts. There's uh, a wagon that is not, a, you know, it's torn up. Like right. just ripped apart, and dead horses and pieces of people. Seems fine. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Well, what do you mean? Well, that's never good. <laughs> I don't think there's any immediate threat. That's what I mean by it's fine. Are there people there? Yeah, 
there's people everywhere in there. What are they doing? You're being awfully uh, vague. <laughs> let's uh, let's go on up. Okay. So we'll ride slowly and kind of give it a wide berth, but make our way towards it. Okay. See, Luke. All the time, go. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I told you there were people everywhere. <laughs> All right, you have found a spot in which it seems that something has completely taken apart a, a caravan of some sort. I think that demon... I was going to say, yeah, I am looking for the claw marsh or whatever like yeah. that. Yeah, that, that's what yeah, saying. Yeah, you do see things like that. It looks like it's um, been clawed out, that kind of stuff. I want to use divine sense. So, Lucan, you know, everybody's kind of looking around and trying to make sure that nothing here is going to get up. Or And, again, you're you're just on a plane, right? So it's not like there's any big hiding places. And, Lucan, you cast your spell, and you sense a, a fiend behind you. And you turn around, <laughs> and all of you turn around, and there's somebody standing among you. Everybody basically thinks he looks human, except for the two Saradin, and he looks like a Saradin to them. He's very closely human, you know, like male. Okay. Male Saradin are pretty closely human, right? But he's just on the edge of that to where the, the impression Im- immediately is Saradin from the two Saradin. Okay. And everybody else thinks he's a human. He's got bronze skin. He's got long braided hair. He's got a little bit of a remnant of maybe some white paint along his face. And he's wearing tribal leathers similar to maybe what you've seen before. Did he look like the chieftain before? He changed. No, he looks young. He has a bow in his hand with an arrow kind of knocked, but it's not like, you know, he's not holding a bow at you guys. And he says, you are looking for the beast. I have mage armor up, right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Lucan's sword lights. Okay. And he says, who are you? He kind of squints a little bit at that. He was here. And he sort of walks forward. And he puts his hand down on some of the blood, tastes some of it. I'm going to cast Locate Creature because I still have it prepared. Okay. How far away is it? It's a thousand feet. Okay. Where this, I can this does not seem to be him. That's why she was trying to confirm yeah. that this isn't him. This does not seem to be him. Okay. So you'll see her like, reach Forward. for her sword yeah. and she'll cast it while it's still on her shield. And she'll wait and she'll look over to Lucan and she'll shake her head no. Okay. I would like to inside check him. Like, does he seem to be more interested in like finding this beast or like what is he like you want to sense motive yeah go ahead yeah, and roll yeah 21 this guy seems very intent on figuring he's it's like he's looking at a crime scene he's trying to figure out where this beast went Lucan says to Zan under his breath I sense a fiend Lucan's gonna swipe him he's gonna attack Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And say uh, he's a fiend. I saw Zan shaking her head no, so if he starts going to attack, I'm going to attempt to tackle him. Okay, go ahead and roll your initiative. It's not him. Just those two? Yeah, just the two of them. We'll okay. see, see if he can tackle him. Oh, gosh, he gets advantage on it. 13 for me. All right. Did you beat him? 21. <laughs> All right. Lucan <laughs> goes to grab his weapon, and Hulk jumps over and just, you know, sort of grapples yeah. him. You know, puts his arms around and him, at, and at tries, time, tries to kind of hold him back. And Lucan, as he's doing that, does say he's a fiend. Yep. But it's not him. I'm, I'm just wrapping him up and then doing the dead baby weight. Just <laughs> and he, he doesn't seem to be alarmed by that either, right? Like, he okay. doesn't seem to react to it. Who are you? He's still looking around and he says, I'm but a shadow. A shadow of what? You are all looking for the beast, correct? And hey. now he suddenly, it's like he 
focuses, his eyes sort of like hone in and he's seeing you now because he was too busy looking at all the stuff. Hey, Lucamos used divine sense again. Okay. Is it him? Like the the fiend? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this guy's pinging as a fiend. Okay, so he's going to try to break out of Hulk's grasp (laughs) and he says, he's a fiend! But it's not the one we're looking for. Opposed strength. Yeah, yeah. Make, yep. Well, guess what I just got. Well, you, you, you would actually make a. 20. Oh, he made a national. Yeah. Because I was gonna say you'd actually make a acrobatics or athletics. Is yeah. that what you would? What you would? Yeah. Do? Oh, okay. Does that change anything? It's you made a natural twenty. Twenty. Well, it doesn't matter. All right, breaks free and kind of comes swinging at him, and he sort of blinks out as you come swinging at him and he All pops right. over to the other side it's like, like he sort of goes whoosh, out of existence and you see Lucan sort of swing past him and then kind of go to turn around on the guy's standing and he, and he basically says we need to stop the beast yeah. right, Lucan is like heavily breathing, he's all ready to attack again. His hand's out, he's, point, he's you know, sort of putting his hand out palm open towards, towards Lucan, the beast must be stopped where is the beast? I have his trail. Let's go. Are you willing to fight the beast? Yes. You must go get the sacred arrow. Where's the sacred arrow? At the white rock. Arrows? Why can't we just hit it with a sword? <laughs> I will follow the trail. You go to the white rock, get the sacred arrow, bring it back to me, and we will fight the beast. Who are you? What are you a shadow of? It says the elves call me Gebadir. Gebadir? Can I roll a religion? See if I recognize that name. Sure. An eight. No idea. <laughs> okay. What would the humans call you? I know not. You're a long way from home, friend. I came to a village south. I was in the wrong village. The beast eluded me. How long have you been hunting this beast? Two moons. Hold. Why don't you trail behind him so we can have eyes on him at all times? Then how are we going to get a hold of Hulk? How are we supposed to get this arrow? This, this doesn't make sense. Until we go get how do we get a hold of you after He's we get communed this? with the fearsome sky. We need the arrow to defeat it. How do we get a hold of you once we get the arrow? Go to the White Rock. It is that way. Is he pointing in direction? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's been hunting this thing for two moons? This beast has only been... No. He said it communed with the fearsome sky. Wasn't that the name of... No, oh. That's what they the called that, that no. shaman. Oh, right. The shaman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. All right. His version of two moons might just be two days. Yeah. You know. That's oh, because the moon is in the sky. Yeah, okay. Depending. I was thinking of like the lunar cycle. Yep. Yep. That's for my sure. mistake. You know. We don't know. Could, though, be, like, could no. be that way too. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. Like, fearsome skies. Just a few days ago. It was. All right. Let's go. All right. Do you see my trail? And he kind of walks forward, and he and there's basically searing footprints that he's leaving behind. Like he he wasn't before. Yeah. He just starts leaving footprints so that you could find him again. Khan says this is so unsettling. That'll work. Let's do this. New lands, man. Yeah. This is quite the adventure. You can tell your kids about it. The beast Ragadag will destroy everything that it can. Rogadag? Rogadag. The only reason that it hasn't reached a major population is because it has been breeding and feasting along the way. Breeding? What is it breeding with? Do I even want to know? 
Let's just go. <laughs> Most of what it finds. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Definitely sounds like something that from? needs to be taken care of. Where do you come from? I am but a shadow. So we got this. We got it. You're on horseback. You head south, the direction that he pointed. It's a pretty clear day. A little bit cool. Ball starting to set in. And it really doesn't take very long. About two hours south, you can see on the horizon a white rock. And it's very clear. Like, just bleached, chalky white. You think this is it? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yeah, and it's There's in the middle of one later. Let's keep going. And it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. You know, it just sort of, like, juts up out of the grass. And as you get closer to it, it kind of looks like... You, the impression that you get is it looks like a big rib cage. It's got a bunch of erosion that's come down both sides. And so you just see this big two-sided rib cage laying in the grass. And obviously it's not as you get closer. Mm. It truly is a rock, but it just kind of gives that um, impression. When, when I get around 60 feet from it, I want to use Divine Sense again. Okay. You do get a ping of celestial. I sense a celestial being. What? That would explain why he sent us on that errand. You get up to it. Like I said, it looks like a big rib cage. And if you, so if it was laying on the ground and you were looking at this giant rib cage, there's a cave entrance. Mm. Like you were walking into the rib cage. And as you get closer, everybody kind of has their weapons ready. You're not sure what you're going to find. And a big buzzard appears kind of at the crest of the, of the rock. It doesn't exactly look right. It's got a little glow to it. And it's huge. It's much bigger than a buzzard should be. And it says in celestial, which means it's it comes out in music. Mm-hmm. Music like you're in church. Two clergy understand that, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where we are? Mm-hmm. We've got two people that understand. And it says, and you can't actually respond in celestial in the same way. You can do like short pieces because you can't do the music in the mm-hmm. same way. But it says, what is your quest? Lucan's going to get his harmonica out. Okay. Play the harmonica okay. and talk back to it and right. say we are looking for the arrow. And again, you sort of, it's really choppy little pieces. It, it's its mostly like you know how to do like yes, no, and you try to get that out. Oh, yeah. And it says, in still in Celestial, it says, I will understand you. Speak. Okay, so he puts the harmonica down and says we are looking for the arrow. A beast named Rogadag is a, loose in the plains. Its feathers sort of bristle a little bit. Ragadag. We are here to defeat Ragadag. To seek the, the, the sacred arrow of the people? We were told the sacred arrow is the key to taking down Ragadag. You were not of the people. What people do you speak of? I think he means the tribes. Sure. Kind of looks closely and says, it kind of nods its head. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't know what else to say, but you're right. Like there's something tribal here. If it is against Rogadag, how do I know that you are true? You will have to prove that you are true. Choose the most pious among you, and you will prove your faithfulness. Lucan draws his soul sword out to see if that last tally went away. It has not at this point. Two questions. Are you really talking to a bird right now? You talk to rabbits, what's the difference? <laughs> you talk to birds all the time. Yeah. I talk to birds all the time. I do not recognize this. Uh, this is Why is it playing queen is my question. It's speaking in celestial. Uh, celestial, like everybody thinks it's oh. super amazing sounding, right? Isn't yeah, it I mean, like it's music. Very, yeah. yeah. It's the language and of the Infernal gods. is like discord. It's like discord. terrible music. Harsh noises. It's God-touched. Okay. It wants us to present someone pious to to show our worth 
to get the arrow? Lucan steps forward and, and actually brings Xan up and says, We are Amastachias. I'm out. <laughs> we are the, the champions of light. We are as pure as you can find us. I only need one. Choose your champion. What tasks will be required? You will face yourself. Lucan actually is going to point to Xan and say, She is the most pure. Just kind of like her eyes go wide as she turns to you, like in a half horrified, half surprised. <laughs> and then he goes, Tally! <laughs> <laughs> You're dirty as hell, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she'll like steel herself and breathe deeply and kind of stand a bit more upright and she'll make her way forward. He looks closely. There's turmoil in you. She'll nod. This one is torn. Lucan steps forward and says, She is a good spirit. She's a good soul. But if you would prefer me to take her place, I will. What say you, Torn? Being torn makes one no less pious. If I understand your definition of the word pious correctly, I believe. Enter. What opens? <laughs> She's looking around for. Into the cave. Into the cave. Lucan Lucan goes and gives her a hug. Um, Yeah, Hulk's gonna be like he's concerned, but also like, you know, yeah, I don't know. She's kind of looking around, kind of, alright, whatever this is. And she goes in, Hulk's gonna be like, and now you let her go? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he completely is ignoring you. If, if the tally wasn't on that sword, he was gonna, he would have yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be, sure. So then you step into the darkness, mm-hmm. and then as you walk in, it suddenly, it's almost, you feel like you walked out, but then you look back and nobody else is out there. It's just you standing on this field. It's a green field. There are dandelions kind of floating around here or there. Day, night? It's day. Okay. B- bright day. It's, it's as bright as the day you left when you stepped into the cave. And there's... Basically you standing in front of you. But it's maybe an idealized you. The you in front of you is actually wearing golden dragon scale armor. You have white, almost flowered cloak. Looks like stitched flowers together or something like that. You've got a long sword with a kind of a golden gem at the bottom of it. And it's kind of like if you just decked yourself out in like sweet armor or something like that. Like, that's kind of what you're standing in front of. In your own voice, you hear combat or truth. She looks at her sword and shield in her hand, and she'll unstrap the shield and just throw it to the ground. Truth? She'll nod. What is your end goal, Zenithia Mustacha? Four. For yourself. I'm too young to know that yet. I have too much to learn to know the question to even ask. You need me to make the decision now? What makes you worthy of being here? (laughs) I didn't even know this place existed until two hours ago. How, How would I be worthy to be here? She answers in questions. I need to understand. Your questions are vague. Tell me your concerns. 
What worries you? How much time do you have? Eternity. That should be sufficient. I worry of Nox's return. I worry a creature from the Shadowfell is going to find a way to hunt me down and end my life before I'm able to help enough people for my path to be cut short before fruition. I worry Nock will return and destroy everything. I'm worried that my faith in Lucian has never stopped, but the faith in my church is broken. She speaks truths. You get the impression that it's talking to something or someone, but you're not sure. What are you going to do about these worries? I'm going to destroy Feridwin before she kills me. I'm going to defeat Nock before he returns and kills everyone. I am going to use my faith in Lucian and any other god or deity that wants to help me defeat Nock. And if I have to tear my entire church to the ground and rebuild it from scratch, I will. Of those things, with these defeats, in addition to that, you are seeking out Ragadag? Most recently, yes. I count Faradwin, Nock, Ragadag as enemies. Ones of importance, yes. And you, with allies, will destroy them all. With any allies that are willing to assist me, yes. Do you vow to do such things? Who am I vowing to? Whatever powers might assist you. You? All of you? And she'll, like, spin in a circle. As though she's talking to a multitude of people, even though there's only one in front of her. We're but shadows. The fallen gods? Silence. What do you need me to do to come forward and help us? Nock defeated you before. We can we can band together. We can all defeat him if we work together. What do you need me to do? Vow to be a champion against the darkness. Champion of who? All gods? It isn't always necessary to be a champion for someone else. Be a champion for yourself. She'll start crying at that. Vow to attack these things, and we will grant you your arrow. And for Nock and Ferdwin? Don't be afraid. Go after them. Attack. I vow it. An arrow comes into being in front of you. It looks kind of primitive and just sort of floating there. So reach forward very gingerly and take it, worried okay. about breaking it. <laughs> as soon as you take it, you're standing in the darkness. You turn around and the mouth of the cave is behind you. So like wipe the tears away from her face for quite a bit and then make her way forward. She comes out. She walks out of the cave. Lucan runs up and gives her a huge hug. Has this arrow in her hand. Oh, careful of this. <laughs> I think it's, it might be brittle. It looks really primitive. Oh, that thing works it really breaks. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You actually see two. It looks like it's maybe made of bone. The shaft okay. is carved out of bone. But the head is definitely some sort of metal, but you can't quite make it out. Is anybody a good bow shot? Lucan, I think, is the only one She'll with a bow. Hand it to Lucan. So everybody heads back north relatively quickly. A couple hours later, you come across these kind of seared footprints. They actually still have a little bit of a glow to them in the grass. Which is kind of weird because this is pretty high grass, right? But, like, it's just some sort of magics that this Gebedir has left behind to, to let you find him. And about two hours of following that, right? So, you know, you sort of left. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Had, you know, about two hours from there. So about, you know, four, somewhere in the realm of five hours later, you come across Gebedir standing in the middle of the dirt road. You've gotten to a point where there's a little bit of farmland showing up. Like outside fire's heart kind of Yeah, thing? I mean, you're still pretty far away, yeah. you know, but the farmland kind of goes for a while. And so you, there's a little bit of a fence off to one side, and some you can see some crops off in the distance. They're not off right off of the road, but they're to your right. You can see a little bit of a structure, maybe a barn or a house. It's a little bit too far away to be sure. To your left, which would be south, is all still grasslands. But here he is just standing there. And in front of you, you can see just almost on the horizon, there's another bloodbath. This time it's actually more of those kind, those cows. Oh. And so for a second, you just see that cattle and kind of dead ones there. Apparently the other ones have run off, you know, the rest of the herd that probably was there. And you see this thing sort of rear up. Its back is to you. It's got this big sort of bear-like body and these two horns coming out off to each side. Gebedir, still standing pretty motionless in the middle of the road, has his bow in his hand, reaches his left hand out behind him and kind of motioning to Lucan, says, The arrow, please. for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number 4, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. Kind of wish he wasn't in the bathroom because I have something to say to him. <laughs> we got a little gap. I'm out. <laughs> okay. giant douchebag. <laughs> she comes out. Hold on, I'll wait for the toilet. <laughs> Alright, I got this. So, okay. <laughs> come on, come on, first. I got no, That's legit. That's yeah. legit the longest you've ever gone without peeing, and I'm proud of you. Hmm? Are these poo booths pretty close together? <laughs> what? <laughs> you heard me? Yeah. Booths. Are these booths? Are these booths? Yeah, they're actually. They, they, they come That's an outtake.